Testing, testing, a one, a two, a three. How's it going? This is episode 115 of Clemente's Corner. Look how far we've all come. Look where we are now. Isn't this incredible? Isn't this a good time? Aren't you having fun? I hope so, because I'm having fun. I'm having a good time. Thank you for listening, as always. It's pretty cool. I can just set up this thing for free, not really promote it that well. Just kind of do my own thing, and people find interest in it. So thank you. I don't even know what my numbers are, but I know a couple people listen, so awesome. Um, I didn't go into this with any plans, and I still don't have any plans. I'm just having a good time meeting cool people, having the time of my life, getting to do this every week. It's a lot of fun, so I hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much. I had on Taylor Lowe. He is a model, actor, musician lead singer of a metal band, a former lead singer of a metal band. He's dropping a solo project. Um, he, didn't, he didn't give me a date on it, but I think it'll be by the end of this year, most likely. Uh, we do have his song playing at the very end, so make sure you catch that one. Super talented, great voice. You know, he's a cool guy. Getting into the pop the pop scene. I actually met this guy uh, at the 806 several times. Probably seen him around town. Um, I just meet a lot of people doing mics. Uh Mostly at 806, but other places too. A lot of a lot of great artists in Amarillo, and it's awesome. I've got to have everybody I've wanted so far on this uh, podcast. I've had like one person flake out on me, but I didn't really know them that well, and I don't really know what they do, so it's not a big deal. But like all the people who I like look up to and admire, and the people like who are just working their ass off, and I can see it, and I just see them following a dream. All those people that inspire me have been able to come on and inspire me in person, and that's awesome. I hope they inspire you as well. I hope you get something out of it. If not, I hope you giggle a little. Anyway, got a show coming up March 28th. I think it's the next big show so far, March 28th, yeah, at Six Car. We are doing pre-sale tickets because last time we sold out an hour and a half ahead of time and we had to turn people away. It was an hour before the show and we were turning people away. So this time we got tickets. We got pre-sale. You go on Facebook, type in Yellow City Comedy. You will find the event page. It's called... Not another damn comedy show. Came up with it myself with the help of Colin Robinson, another comedian. Anyway, it's $5 a ticket online, $10 at the door. So if you want to save money and you want to make sure you get a seat, because I don't know if we'll have to turn people away again. We might. Hopefully not. But it's a packed show. We've got 10 comics. We've got two guys out of Lubbock. Eight other comedians, including myself, I'll be hosting. We're going to have a great time. Gonna have a great time. Six Car Pub and Brewery is the place. I'm also starting bingo there Thursday nights. So if you ain't, excuse me, if you ain't got nothing to do on Thursdays, come hit up some bingo. I'll be the host. I'll be like F3. And then I don't, I honestly don't know how bingo works, but I'm gonna find out Thursday. So I'll, uh, (laughs) I'll let you hoes know. Okay. Anyway, let's get down to it. Let's get down to the podcast. Uh, like I said, I had Taylor on. Talked about uh, his many endeavors, his career. He's got a lot going for him. He plans on moving to Dallas soon, um, as do I. So maybe we'll link up again there. Really cool dude. Really great guy. Had a lot to say. Had a great time talking to him. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I'm not going to play a song for the intro. For this intro, I'm going to play one of my favorite comedians, Theo Vaughn. He has a uh, clip on YouTube called White Privilege. It's hilarious. I'll leave a link. Please enjoy the episode. I grew up in my neighborhood. We didn't have a lot of diversity in my neighborhood. Diversity is always people's talking about it. And we didn't have it. You know, my neighborhood was poor black, poor white. That was our neighborhood, you know. 
So I didn't feel any white privilege. I know some people had it, man, you know? I knew some motherfuckers with sweaters. <laughs> but I was two tank tops in the winter, okay? <laughs> and I just didn't feel it, you know? I wish I'd have had some white privilege, dude. Sign me up. But I didn't have it, man. It was just poor black kids, poor white kids, man. And my poor black friends would always be like, man, look what you did to us. And I'm like, dude, do you think I would do all that shit to y'all and then move right next door, bro? <laughs> now, we gonna split this plum or not, dog? <laughs> We're in this together, man. It was hectic sometimes. Fighting with black kids is tough. I don't know if you ever fought a bunch of black dudes, but they win. <laughs> They win, dude. Dude, I got jumped one time after a football game by five black dudes. I don't know if you ever fought five black dudes at night. Just imagine you're fighting five black dudes, right? Now close your eyes. Now how many black dudes are you fighting? As many as your imagination can hold. And, it, and white kids are horrible too, man. It was just, in, in poverty, it's just, that's what's going on, man. And if you're a black guy and you feel like that's racially insensitive, then imagine you're fighting five white dudes in a cloud. <laughs> like, damn, this cloud is aggressive. <laughs> and accurate. All right, and we are live. You were. This is... Clemente Ace Corner, I'm here with Taylor Lowe. He is a musician, actor, model, done it all, Swiss Army Knife in Amarillo. What's up? What's going on, man? Oh, you know, just in this uh, garage, mm-hmm. talking on the podcast. Oh, yeah, this is the studio. The studio. The hot fire studio. I don't know. This didn't sound cool. It the sounded fire better in my head. Studio. The Firefox studio. <laughs> I got a Gary, B- Gary V book on my desk. You know this guy? No. Oh, well, he's like a like a marketing guru type person online. Yeah, he just entrepreneur. Says, yeah, he just says like fucking shit a lot. And I was really into him for a while. I haven't read this book, but it just looks like I want people to think that I read. So I'm just like. <laughs> I'm going to bring this to my podcast. <laughs> I do out. read, I swear. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to say I read, but I don't. I'm trying. I literally went to like a library book thing in mm-hmm. Canyon and bought like three or four books. Nice. I haven't read them since I was like three years ago. Can you buy books there? But I think you just give no, them to you for free, right? It was a bookstore. Oh, okay. In like the square over there. Okay. Yeah. No, like every book I have, I buy books. I get halfway through like all of them. And then I just forget about it. You, you have know? like a favorite book series that I haven't finished? Do I? I know that makes uh, no sense. What's, what's it called? Uh, uh, Shadowhunters. It's a mm. TV show too. Nice. But I'm probably on a TV show than the books. What a millennial, I know. I read most of Harry Potter's, but I was young. Like I think once I got to high school, I was like, ah, reading? Fuck that. You know, and then... <laughs> Uh, it's been tough I read one I read the Sorcerer's Stone I was like yeah I wish I was cool and sophisticated but but that, that was, those books just kept getting bigger every time where it was like okay you're just doing this to be a dick now like <laughs> do I really it's got 1500 pages those those are the good times <laughs> <laughs> anyway back to your life Sound um, story podcast yeah I met you um, at the 806 it was probably two years ago I don't know it was know. a while back it was a while back but uh, you were doing piano 
gosh. Yeah, singing. No, I remember uh, you had a song, and it was really, it was really messed up with me. But we were both doing the 806. I tell people this story all the time because it's kind of funny. But uh, we were, we were just doing the open mic, and you had a song that was dedicated to your friend, or like a friend that you lost a friend. It has something to do with cancer. And then, um, I don't know. Does that ring a bell? Not really. Maybe I made it up. Okay, well, I followed someone. I followed someone with 806. I thought it was you. Maybe it wasn't. But he had, like, a song. He's like, this is dedicated to a friend of mine that died um, of cancer. And then I, like, had to go up there and do comedy right after. And my opening joke was a cancer joke. That's and I was just like, great. damn. I hope it was me. No. I literally think I've only sang, like, two songs there on the piano. It's, like, one of mine and <laughs> Miley Cyrus's, um, dang, what's that song? It was only, like, two chords. You don't, you don't ever play guitar there? Yeah, I play guitar. It might have been one of the, I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe it wasn't you. <laughs> I've been having this false memory know, in my head. I know, but that's freaking great. <laughs> <laughs> it was stressful for me, but it worked Why? out. Why? Because I was just like, damn. You just got to get up there like, um, what's his name? Oh, shoot. Jesus. What's his name? Like get, up there, get up there like Jesus? Yeah, he looks like Jesus. He's my brother. Oh, Skyler. Skyler, yeah. I thought you meant literally you gotta Jesus. You got to go like Skyler like. and just freaking just make, even, make it even better. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you just got up <laughs> No, I just I thought the room was gonna be like dead, and be like, oh my god, why would you make that joke right after this guy made that song? And you're like, I I gotta explain myself. I already wrote that joke. It wasn't my fault, uh, but it didn't happen. They liked it. So it's the eight oh six. Yeah, it worked out. <coughs> worked out. I've said some terrible things there. Oh, I bet. No, I was like super awful. I mean, I'm not like great, but like when I first started, I went back and like looked at my older jokes. You're like, what the hell? Yeah, fucking terrible. <laughs> I would I would have booed myself. Oh no, for real. <laughs> I feel that. I can feel that hardcore like. There's a couple of shows I had, like, I promoted so hard. I remember I played this show at uh, Urbana Coffee. Dude, mm-hmm. I tried so hard. And I brought a lot of people. Like, I mm-hmm. mean, like, 50, around 50 or so people, like, packed that little coffee shop out. Nice. I look back, I'm like, I did so bad. Like, really? so bad. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, I, like, I made flyers, like, printed out flyers, like, spent money on flyers. Mm-hmm. Nobody does that anymore. Post them everywhere. Every Texas tea, like, any place a girl would be, you know, like, Victoria's yeah. Secret, Forever 21, PacSun, like, everywhere in the mall. Like, dude, I tried hard. I promoted, like, all the time, every day. Like, that's what you're supposed to do, especially for, like, a local show. Like, I had people show up, and, like, normally they don't even, like, pay you. Like, I think I was one of the first people to play there, too, at Urbana. Now it's, like, a regular thing. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I think about it. And I haven't played since, and I feel kind of bad, but, like, they changed um, they changed the owners. They, like, are franchise now. Like, yeah, that place is different. Like, we the had... The owner was really cool, and then, like... I don't know. He just sold it, but it was really cool, man. I, that, that was a really fun show, but I just like look back and I was like, I was so bad, but the owner like paid me like part of like, you know, when you get, when you play shows at bars, they give you mm-hmm. a part of the, the liquor costs. Really? Yeah. He it's gave you part of, of the coffee costs? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, he said that I brought that many people. He's like, man, we brought so many, you brought more people and I realized like, we're going to pay you like a percentage of that. I think he gave me like fit like 15 20% of what he made cuz he said that he's like man I look down like we're dead as crud and then I look up and there's like a line out the door mm-hmm. and I was like that was, it was cool I made like 80 to 100 something dollars that's that badass that's crazy to me though just in tips we had like two two or three like standing room only shows in that room and it tells anything <laughs> we put on a free show so maybe that's why yeah. we didn't do a door charge I mean, or anything like, but I mean I went in there thinking like I was going to make anything yeah like about a tip jar and I was like People are stingy nowadays. We're not gonna make anything. And then I was like, "Wow, well, who wants to go eat?" <laughs> I've been thinking that, like, maybe we should just incorporate some music with our comedy, and maybe we'll get paid more, you know? <laughs> or maybe they'll get paid, and they'll just be like, "Well, sorry, you're a comedian. Doesn't count." <laughs> <laughs> Do like Family Guy. <laughs> 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 Do 
Yeah, I don't know. That's cool though. You have like a backup band. It's like a, it's like a uh, play like me a talk off, Johnny. Show. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Just a piano player in the corner. <laughs> I did a, I did a show in Kansas where like the DJ after a punchline would make like a noise with his. Oh, it's funny. Thing like if it landed well, mm-hmm. but just it was funny. Yeah, it was cool, but I'd never seen that before. What noise was it? I don't even remember. But he just had little. He'd like a soundboard. He'd make sound effects like if. The joke, if the joke like landed hard, like it was, I was probably like some alarm. Yeah, yeah explo- I don't know. I don't remember now. Shouldn't have brought it up. You're right. I apologize. Um, oh, good. <laughs> I'm friends with the DJ Roro. You know him? Hell yeah. So he He's DJs cool. for one of my good friends, Nikki, Nikki mm-hmm. Cortez. Really yeah, I big. just had him on here. Did you really? Yeah. I'm actually planning on getting uh, Roro on too. I haven't hit him up yet, but Nikki's, he's really cool, man. Like, yeah. He's one of my really good friends, but um, he DJs for him. And I love Road Death, bro, but he plays that same car noise all of the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I was like, bro, stop. Like in the middle of beats? <laughs> kind of sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or like mainly like whenever a song's over, you know, he just like play it all the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like every DJ has like their thing. Yeah. There's like it's, another it's one that used his to, noise. when he used to bartend at Fast Eddie's, there was this one DJ would always do some kind of alarm or something mm-hmm. all the time, all of the time. I'm like, what are you doing? Like. This isn't a club, and mm-hmm. no one wants to really hear that. <laughs> it's funny. Every DJ has to have someone else say their name. Uh, oh my god! Like a like a sexy sounding woman or like a child. Oh, yeah. I think oh, I think Roro has one of those too. <laughs> DJ Roro. Well, my friend from Hawaii, who also used to DJ at Fast Eddie's, uh, DJ Coin Drop. Oh god, I love him. But his his uh, his uh, name cracks me up. But yeah, he has one made for him too. DJ mm. Coin Drop. I'm like, oh Coindrop. my god. I like that. Yeah, and it's like my quarter. (laughs) (laughs) Should have like an old guy be like, "Has anyone seen my quarter?" DJ (laughs) Coin Drop, that that guy from that commercial, (laughs) got you a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) And he like spells it all weird too, like a K, Mm. you know, like rappers and like a Russian, yeah, Coin Drop, like K K O Y or K O I N. I don't know. And he spells the drop weird. I'm like, mm. why is everybody got to be illiterate? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. That's the thing, man. I noticed that. Yeah. You can't spell anything right anymore. It's not cool if you not don't. Not cool at all. <laughs> That's why I respect Taco Bell so much. They just make up words. <laughs> it doesn't have to mean anything. Taco Bell. Just like, give me the thing with rice and cheese on it. I haven't been Taco Bell in a minute. <laughs> that tears my stomach up. Yeah, I feel that. I haven't been able to eat Chinese food lately. It's been really sad. Why? Because I just get like the runs immediately. I don't know what's going on in my in my life. Being Asians and their dogs and cats. Got to clean my guts or something. I don't know what's going on. I need to hit up a a doctor. I love Asian food so much. It's one I do thing too. Keeps me fat. I think it's like the sugar in it. Because I was like eating healthy for a while, and then I, like I went and ate like chop chop, and I was just like, oh my god, the chop chop. It like. That's not like, Asian food. I feel like a brick was in my stomach. That's, like it, that's true. American Asian food. But that's like, like that's like going to Taco Bell. But it's like the same ingredients, kind of, right? That's the MSG, bro. <laughs> I heard about that. What is MSG? Doesn't I do don't anything, know right? exactly what it is. I don't know. See, I used to work at Kabuki, but they literally have a bottle that says mm-hmm. MSG on it. I don't know if it's like preservative additives, but it makes it addictive. Mm-hmm. I swear to God. Yeah, it keeps. It makes, it you, makes you hungry. Yeah, it her. makes you. Yeah, and it makes you want to keep eating the dang rice, and it makes you want to go back there. He's like, oh, this food's so good. And it is. But yeah. I'm just like, what is it, like crack in a bottle? Like, yeah, I don't man. know. Asians got secrets. They do. <laughs> and I feel like it's like it's like a secret with white America, corporate America or something. <laughs> the man. Makes sense. MSG. 
Yeah, like I've never understood because they had that at a Chicken Express. That's where they had that. No way. So I guess they fry their chicken in it. I don't know. Makes sense because it's so good. It is probably in their tea too. Mm. (laughs) Oh yeah, you're a sweet tea guy. (laughs) Like I was telling you. (laughs) You got sweet tea in that cup? Yeah, I do actually. Nice. That's the first time (laughs) I've had this though. That's so funny because it's the first time I've had this in like weeks. I've been like trying to do no sugar and no. Oh really? How's that going? Not great. Not counting today. (laughs) It's not good. That's literally, and I didn't even fill it all the way up. But sweet mint tea, that's the number one. Mm. So good, dude. Mint anything. I love mint so it, much. It blows my mind, like, the how many tea options there are in this world. Oh, yeah. I used to work at Texas Tea, so. It's overwhelming. Dude, it's blowing up. Yeah. Iced tea, <laughs> like, everywhere. The yeah. HTO, that's, like, their franchise, Texas Tea is. Mm. It's blowing up. Well, I just heard there's going to be, like, another water still in town. Yeah, there's one off of Sauncy. It's like, damn, we got a lot of water stills already, but I okay. I love water still. I don't like text tea as much anymore because I change the ingredients. It all it all tastes like tea to me, you know. I promise I don't have a sponsor or anything with <laughs> water still. But if you want, hit me up. This is brought to you by who do you want your sponsor to be? Water still. Water still. And Adidas. It is a cool place. And Adidas. <laughs> That's cool. I have a friend who's sponsored by Adidas. What? He's a he's a professional athlete though. No. But uh yeah, he was like a professional runner. He had like the fastest time in high school for like the three hundred hurdles in Texas. I don't think he still has it. But what does he do now? He just, I don't even know. Like he does, he goes to races, like <laughs> against other professional athletes, and they like run for. I'm guessing like prize money. He's like a <laughs> professional track athlete. I guess. Yeah, I couldn't really, I couldn't really tell you all the details. Professional runner, <laughs> like Forrest Gump. He just runs fast. Okay. He just runs, runs and around he, towns. And he has cities. this Adidas gold card, and he doesn't have to pay for Adidas what ever the again. Heck? I well, I don't know if it's ever again, but probably as long as he's yeah, yeah active. Golly, maybe like it him. is maybe it's for life the celebrities that have that too i'm so jealous that's crazy honestly. i love nike so much they have made great shoes but if i had to choose one it'd be adidas because they have like the i feel like the most wide variety of clothing mm, they yeah, have that's like true. very comfortable and like great um active wear but they also have like normal casual clothes too mm-hmm. that's like cool it's stylish i don't know i just like it a lot. I heard someone say it's pronounced Adidas. Adidas. So I've been saying it like that for fun. I've been saying it since high school. I don't know why. Me and my friends used to say it. It's more exciting. It is. Adidas. Adidas. More high class. But no, I don't know, man. Like, Kevin Hart has one. He's the first comedian ever to have one with uh, Nike. Mm. And then The Rock, he's like his best friend, has one with uh, Under Armour. He does stuff with them a lot. That's crazy. I want one with Adidas. I want to be what like, size shirt do you think The Rock has to wear? <laughs> <laughs> At least a 3X. Guess I want to be that big, but I don't know. It's hard to be that I was, big. I was gonna try and still. Like I, be I'm able still. To move. I still want. Yeah, I know, right? Like, yeah. there are some dudes that are like bodybuilders and they're really flexible because they stretch a lot. But I don't know. I'm still gonna do it. I want to do his workout where he eats like five meals a day, like stupid amounts of calories, mm-hmm. and still clean, of course. But I gotta sh- shred a little more because I don't like my waist. But yeah, I feel that man. I've been uh, <laughs> just eating everything. But I've also been working out a lot, so. But yeah, I've been really. Yeah, it's like the gym crunch. Really hungry lately, so. Dude, that's just life, especially when yeah. I work out a lot. It's like it doesn't stop. <laughs> no, dude, it doesn't. It's horrible. Like I love it, and I like working out. It's fun. Like there's a lot of great health benefits to mm-hmm. it. Like not just like physical, but like your mental and everything. Like you just feel good all the time. Absolutely. Feel a lot better, but it's like you're always hungry. Mm-hmm. Like I wake up, I'm hungry. When I'm going to bed, I'm hungry. Like I just <laughs> ate, and I'm still hungry. I'm just like, Ugh. and you crave like food food you know mm-hmm. like 
chop chop and like i don't yeah. know water burger and no, stuff like it's, that. i hate going to like dinner and eating a full meal and just being like damn <laughs> i still gotta eat something else right <laughs> that's crazy i'm a monster oh me too man people look at me like how do you eat so much like i don't know <laughs> just do. it's not my fault anyway you got a album you're working on correct yeah yeah how much For how much you got done right now i mean it's very it's very close to be done it's mm-hmm. uh i'm going for an 11 song album i don't know why that that number just sticks out to me more or less is fine but i have like all the tracks done and one of it's just like it's just like a track like mm-hmm. it's like a track of like a video like it's just a sound of like people talking a lot of people do that so i think it's kind of cheating but it's whatever yeah but it's very wide variety in genre like it's i mean pop isn't really a genre anymore it's mainly just like pop is like popular and so like i don't know but I have songs on there just, like, it's very raw, just me playing guitar and singing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wanted it to stick that way for a while. I was like, I want to, like, make it bigger and stuff. And, like, live, it'll always be bigger. It's going to sound cool. Mm-hmm. But I remember when uh, we can't oh, – we can't remember was – oh, my gosh. Um, 30 Seconds of Mars went on tour, and the lead singer, he would um, just sing with him and a guitar, like, live. And, like, I don't really? know, people freaking loved it. That's and, like, awesome, Especially yeah. when he looked like a big old hippie and had his beard and everything. And, just, and like, I don't know, I like the raw that aspect guy's of wild. it. wild. He's so weird. I love him so much, though. I don't care what anybody says. I love his Joker so much. I forgot. I just, Jared Little, right? Jared Little. Okay, yeah. yeah. Jared uh, Little. I love his Joker. A friend of mine was saying Will Smith didn't like him because every time Jared would come to his house, he'd eat pictures of his family. When Jared Leto would come to Will Smith's house? Yeah. He, Jared Leto, as like, when he was preparing for the Joker role, I guess, he was like just eating pictures of people. <laughs> I think it's funny. That was in like I think a Suicide Squad people, interview. Yeah, yeah, people like bash him a lot for like the weird stuff he did because he was like what was it? what's it called something acting and they really get into character method yeah method acting i thought it was cool i'm like you gotta do what you gotta do to get in your character and i thought yeah. he nailed it because i know there's a lot of deleted scenes i didn't put him in and like that movie wasn't great yeah that movie, i didn't I did, like that i think they did all. really great on the characters the characters were freaking dope yeah like all of them were perfect yeah it should have been a lot better and he did it awesome with like a whole new different kind of joker mm-hmm. like of course the new movie was amazing of course mm-hmm. but it was very like realistic it wasn't very character yeah like character i don't know nothing explain. was really exaggerated yeah it wasn't like a comic book movie it was Not like a, it was like a uh realistic if like joker was real in real time mm-hmm. like, and it was cool it was, and, but it was more closer to the Dark Knight aspect than a new character mm-hmm. thing. When, when already as a movie, um, Suicide Squad is very animated. Like they wanted it like that. Like, so. yeah, I get but, it. No, so did you watch Birds of Prey? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Was it good? I liked it. Nice. It was really dope. This, I mean, I everybody's making for the ticket sales weren't great and everything, but dude, she did amazing. All those girls in that movie like did a lot of their own stunts. As a lot of actors want to do nowadays, they want to prove themselves. So, oh yeah. To me, it's like, it's cool and it's acting, but when you actually do stuff, I'm like, is that really acting though? Like, uh, The Revenant, the the one movie he finally got a Golden Globe and an Oscar for. You're saying that was a real bear? He thought. No, it wasn't a real bear. But I'm <laughs> saying he like actually went through the cold and all that. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. that's not really acting. I was like, you're just like Bear Grylls now. Like, you should get like a freaking. Mm-hmm. Like some kind of outdoors <laughs> award or something, you know, like how they outdoors do how board. they do the ESPYS, mm-hmm. like they do like they honor athletes. I was like, cool, like you acted like you got mauled by a bear. That's cool, but I'm like, the rest of the movies you're watching him just like survive the wilderness. Yeah, 
I thought Tom Hardy's performance in that movie was ten times better. I love Tom Hardy. He was amazing. Like the antagonist he played in that movie was freaking crazy cool. He's a great bad guy. He is. He really is. And like he's amazing. Like I still like so him and Heath Ledger both like are still so hard for me. Like they they played the character so well, it's still hard for me to see their faces. Mm-hmm. Like I know he has a mask on as Bane, but it's so hard for me to see his face. And still to this day, it's still hard for me to see. Heath Ledger's face as Joker's it is so good like yeah, golly definitely but I still I don't know man I love um, Jared Little's Joker it's just so different it's cool yeah like it, was, it. it was it was interesting seeing him as like a I guess like a drug lord is that what he was I yeah, don't know yeah he was like a gangster style yeah. you know it was cool and like I think when I watch all the interviews and how he got on a character and how hyped he was about mm-hmm. playing the role like he was very passionate about it and then like so many people just bash him down I was like <laughs> It's really sad, man. Well, he only had like five minutes in the movie. Yeah, I know. So I'm saying, and like, so they didn't make him the primary antagonist. It was very all over the place. So Mm -hmm. I was just so stoked for to see him, and I was like, I thought it was cool, and I thought he tried so hard and did so good. But I don't know. He's still being. He's still gonna be it. They're still gonna play him and stuff. Mm -hmm. But we'll see what they'll do with it. They didn't like portray his character look in Birds of Prey. Like, they talk about him a lot. They yeah. talk about the Joker a lot in that movie. But, like, there's, like, cartoon versions of her and Joker. But, like, he looks like a classic Joker. Not, like, how he does, like, gangster. Oh. So, it's, it's kind of weird. But she looks like... She's all dressed up, you know, with, like, her shirt and her blue yeah. and red. So, I don't know. Interesting. What about Battinson? What do you think about <laughs> that? I don't know. Like, somebody shared, like, the first video of him in his suit. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, this it's really, like... It really under wraps. Dark... 10 second videos yeah. like that didn't tell me Nothing. you should yeah like, I'm I don't stoked know. he's an amazing actor I, be cool. I don't know I like I'm a sap I don't care I like love movies and he's in this one called Remember Me it's actually not even really a love movie is that the movie about 9-11 yes oh, I was describing that movie to someone so and I was like freaking sad you watch the whole movie you're like this is a love movie and you get to the end you're like yeah, I hate my life that's a perfect way to end a, end a movie I was like by the way 9-11 <laughs> I love you're like I love Robert Patterson so much now in this whole movie he's actually a really cool dude Mm-hmm. Even though most people look at him like nowadays, like he's a he's a like a mess up in life, like like, like a, a nothing. He'll always be. He's a freaking great. <laughs> <laughs> he's a great brother and stuff in that movie, yeah. and a good son. And then he's dealing with his his brother's death and mm-hmm. suicide and whatnot. And then nine eleven happens on you, just like wow, that is yeah. the saddest thing ever. And I love Pierce Brosnan. He's in that movie. I love Pierce Brosnan. He's my favorite James Bond. I love him. Hell yeah. But yeah, Robert Pattinson. I don't know. I gotta see more. He's gonna keep. I think it's funny though. It's so great. How you play you a vampire see more now. Of the movie. <laughs> he will always forever be a bat. <laughs> yeah, for, for, forever. But he supposedly does really good in all those. He loves doing the indie movies more mm-hmm. than anything. And he had that one with the guy who plays uh, the Green Goblin. Who, by the way, is like one of the most amazing actors ever. Does not yeah, have enough credit. I forgot his name. Same. But, but his performance as the Green actor. Goblin was amazing. But they do in like this indie. Mermaid Lighthouse movie. I think it's called Lighthouse. It's I heard it was really good. Really, really nice. good. And he's just an amazing actor, so we'll see. He plays Bruce Wayne and Batman. Mm-hmm. I think the main, literally, this is funny, the main thing they had problems with in that movie was buffing him up. I'm like, that is so weird. Out of yeah, all the just things. just give him steroids like you did, what's that, Ben Affleck. See how really? jacked he got for Batman vs. Superman? I think he just was fat and just got fat buff and just ate a lot. Because he wasn't like really fit. They never showed him with a shirt off or really anything. There was a scene where he was like doing like chin-ups or pull-ups or something. And he looked really big. He looked really ripped. Maybe it was just really? good lighting. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's, they could have just dehydrated him too. Yeah. But I don't know. All these. I, I mean, 
not to be mean, but I feel like he's kind of let himself go lately because, you know, oh, definitely. he's a very successful actor. That's why it's like, how does he look that good in this movie if he's not, like, yeah. doing something? But he looks like, one, I don't know, I liked him for a while, man. At first I was like, Batfleck, really? That's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. But then he played Bruce Wayne in, in um, Justice League, and he's he's like one of my favorites. He's very human. Mm-hmm. I thought he did really good, especially the ending. The ending was dope. I'm like, come on. Like, how'd you ever get the house back? I was like, I bought the bank. I was like, what a Bruce Wayne <laughs> thing to say. Like, I don't give two Fs. Like, he, like showed the wealth and like literally the, like the no limits of freaking Bruce Wayne. Like, yeah. Buying those a bank. are the, yeah, those are the, Bruce Wayne has no limits, like period with like money or connections with people like period. He's freaking wealthy and smart and stuff. And then Batman has no limits, obviously. Yeah. One of the most incredible martial artists and stuff. And then like. Best ninja on the planet. The best detective in the whole entire world. He's literally the best. I love Spider-Man. He's my favorite. But he's mm-hmm. like the best superhero ever. He's the one person that will beat anybody. Because he's always three steps ahead of Superman. Mm-hmm. He always has kryptonite all the time. So, you know, he's always thought about that. But like. What about Iron I, Man? I don't know. I was thinking that too. I was like, <laughs> I love Iron Man so much. And he's so dope and so smart. But he's like, those are the only two. I'm just like, I don't know. What and now happen. Iron Man's dead. So doesn't even matter but they'll never do anything with dc and marvel ever like ever 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 Ever. and i don't want them to i don't think so i feel like that would like ruin ruin the just ruin everything like i don't think you can ruin it you know because if a bad movie happens they're just like well fuck it we're gonna remake it with a different guy that's what they said suicide squad i was like how do you just remake (laughs) like how do you just like well by the way that didn't exist because they had rumors about that with episode eight like we've had three different spider-men and like, bro, but you know decade. what I want to happen so freaking bad that what? the Russo brothers do all the time. I say, I watched Joe Rogan's podcast and he had, um, um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. on there. Yeah. I just listened to that one. Dude, it's so dope. And he was like, how they saying they like to write themselves in a corner. I was like, that's so smart. He's like, cause then they got to figure out how to get their way out of it. Cause they were talking about the Hulk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what Sony and Marvel have done with Spider-Man. I was like, what they can do is literally fix it. What JJ Abrams did with, Star Wars. Like, episode nine was freaking epic. So amazing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things I don't like, you know, and stuff like that. You know, childhood, whatever. And, like, <laughs> I love Skywalker more than anything. And I wasn't really wanting the whole love stuff to happen. But it, that movie is so good. Mm-hmm. It's so freaking good. Like, made my heart so happy. They they did a very good job of what I – same thing with, like, in, Ju- uh, in Justice League. It's, like, they did a very good job of cramming a lot of stuff into one movie. Like, they did mm-hmm. a, well, a good job, you know, trying to wrap it up real quick because, like – First half, the first like fourth half of that movie of episode nine is like, you can feel it's very rushed, very rushed. And then finally stuff starts happening towards the end. You're like, whoa, this is so dope. But dude, they showed, my thing is like Jedi and the force, like rebels and stuff is like, eh, gun shooting, like, eh, like you got to always have like a, a back scene, you know, stuff going yeah, on. The and, guns like, are pretty things. much pointless in Star Wars. Dude, Jedi is like my favorite thing or anything. <laughs> I love Jedi so much and the force powers and like that, the force powers is very important to me. Like episode one, it like shows some of the best fight, mm-hmm. one of the best fights ever. Like I don't care prequels. I love, and like I grew up watching the originals, and then like I really grew up watching prequels. Like I I watch them how they're made, but episode three, of course, has the most epic fight ever. Because all it's like conclusions. Like when you finally find out like who Darth Vader is, is yeah. like, can it connect? I'm like that. That's I'm very satisfied. But when they showed almost every single force power ever, like the only thing I think they didn't show was like force speed. When they jump really high, they like how powerful they are. Their force push, you know, their pulls. Um, she even throws a lightsaber and catches it. Like, everything, bro. You see lightning. Wow. She actually does lightning. And then the Emperor does force drain. Like, you literally see everything. That's like, dope. that satisfied me so much. Like, oh, yeah. But, yeah, Star Wars is number one. 
right there is Spider-Man. I haven't seen um, the new Star Wars. Oh, shoot. I actually haven't seen any of the Disney Star Wars. How many films oh, have they okay. made? Because they've made, like, okay. spinoffs, too. So there's probably, like, five. Because they made, yeah, well, they they made mean, one with Donald there's Glover. There's nine. Yeah, that one's actually pretty dope. And I don't really like Han Solo and all that. Because there's three that are part of the trilogy, and then there's, like, two other side movies, right? With the there's, well, there's nine. So there's they started with four, five, and six. Yeah. Made one, two, and three. And then they made uh, seven, eight, nine. And then they made Rogue One. Rogue One. Which literally is from of. one question and one sentence of number four. I'm like, first of all, I'm like, I've been wondering that for years as a kid. Like, how they just know how to blow up the Death Star? They, mm-hmm. just, they just knew. Or just shoot it right there and it blows up. Mm-hmm. They got the plans. And they made a whole movie on it, like, of, like, nice. who got the plans and, like, where they came from. And, like, so I was like, wow, you saved yourself again, Disney. Great job. <laughs> and then there's the Han Solo movie, which was pretty cool. Han Solo, okay. So but the one I'm most stoked for more than anything is going to be the Obi-Wan movie. Like, there's um, an Obi-Wan movie coming going, out? Yeah. So that means there's, like, 12 movies, about to be 13. So many. And then there's the Clone Wars show. Mm-hmm. Which is okay, like the claymation looking one. Yeah. I want to watch it for like the story and stuff. It's so long. It was okay, but like I grew up watching, there's like a 2D animated one. It's a lot shorter, but it is so dope, dude. And it's nice. so cool. I read a lot of like the little <clears throat> books <clears throat> in the library in school. They mm-hmm. had a bunch of like different type of Star Wars books, yeah. themed books. There's one I read of like, it was just very awful. Landish, like no one, you know, no Skywalkers or anything. They just like go to a planet. It's a guy. It's like a changeling kind of person. They go to like some planet, very swamp-like, kind of like Yoda's, where he, where he like lived and like distanced himself. Like a bunch of just weird, crazy stuff happens, Mm. and it was just like a really cool, good read, very like vivid imagination kind of book, where you really have to read the book, you know. Mm -hmm. Is it true that Baby Yoda killed his parents? I don't know. No (laughs) idea. Maybe we'll one day figure out what his race race name is, or if George Lucas even came up with a name for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. Very sidetracked. He's the only, (laughs) the only Yoda, in that. Never mind. He's like in a different time than the other time with the other Yoda, and it might not be that Yoda. It's a different Yoda. They're different things. Marvel slash Disney. Pow. Disney owns the world right now. Disney does own the world. I've been talking about that. I think They're Disney's getting closer gonna, and closer, man. They Disney's going to enslave all of us. Disney or Apple. If they come together somehow, they're going to enslave Dude, all I was of us. Dude, th- I was talking about the same thing. Like, the only thing they could do is, like, Dapple. Like, <laughs> they bought, like, Paramount Pictures or some other big studio who owns, like, Lionsgate and everything mm-hmm. else. Like, Universal is, like, the only other, one of the other big studios. Universal, Paramount. And I think they're underneath. I think um, Lionsgate is underneath Paramount or something like that. Like, I think Columbia is another one. But yeah, Disney only has to buy like a couple other things. You know, they got the money. Definitely. And like all, and Sony, if they bought Sony. Like, golly, like they're just gonna own the world. It's insane. Microsoft and Mac are separated, so whichever one <laughs> they want to choose from those two. If they own the world, we get to go to Disney World every day. Hey, uh, what if every day is Disney World? <laughs> whichever one pays me more. That's funny. We're all gonna be half robot. Oh, gosh. Did you watch that Elon Musk one with Joe Rogan? Yeah. That dude blew my freaking mind. That guy's... He's a trip. Yeah. He's super smart. He's a trip. He that super smart. Thinking. It was crazy it how was long scary, he took. It was scary, bro. How long he took to answer questions. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> he would just... Kind of makes sense. It makes you think, like, is he really real or not? But, I mean, dude, uh, robotics and AI is very scary the way yeah. it is. Going. I believe anything very Elon true. Musk says. It's very true. <laughs> Except for his Cybertruck. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. 
when they brought it up on stage and they're the, like, uh, shatterproof. And they broke the glass. Yeah, yeah. would they throw it at like a bowling ball or something like that? And then it broke. And then they uploaded a, a video later like, oh, look, we did it in a garage with like all this productive stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it didn't break. I'm like, but you did it in a live audience in front of everybody and it did break. So I don't know what else you're like. You can't say, you can't like rewrite the past. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it's, funny. It still kind of stopped the bowling ball, right? <laughs> Yeah. It did stop it. Yeah, I just love how it looked Helps like a bit. it looked like <laughs> Halo One's warthog. Just like exactly, yeah. Like I don't know, I had like what five, five sides. Like, <laughs> like that was it. That was all of it. I was, yeah, like, I was surprised like the, that the tires weren't square. Looks like one of the first cars you know made in like the seventies. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't get it. But Joe Rogan was like, I would buy one. I was like, you're crazy. I'd buy one too. I just want to like run into stuff with it, you know, and shatter it. <laughs> no, I think it'll be. I think it's car proof. I don't know, man. The way just Elon Musk could probably just drive itself. <laughs> it probably would, man. Freaking Tesla. Wow, we got sidetracked from Jared Leto. Yeah, we did. Shout out Jared Leto. Have you seen uh, Requiem for a Dream? Mm-mm. I just barely saw that movie recently. What is that? Jared Leto's in it, and um, it's like a really intense movie, like with the camera angles and everything, and the pacing and the music. Hmm. Um, it's it's all about like basically like opioids heroin drugs um him and all his friends are like it starts out he's taking the tv from his mom's house to go pawn it and she's like she has it chained down because she doesn't want him to keep taking it but it's like come on ma i gotta take it i gotta go and then like him and one of the wayne's bros to try and get money yeah to get money to buy drugs is this old yeah it's like the 90s and uh one of the wayne's bros from white chicks the smaller one love them i think it's marlin i don't know anyway they go and do that and the whole movie is just kind of like their life and then his mom gets addicted to pills and then like it's, it just shows the way it shows like every scene is just like super intense hmm. high paced music plan What's really really wild camera angles it's called Requiem for a Dream that would be a movie that would be just yeah. the way it's, it's a really cool movie oh, I heard about it a lot like but I never actually got around to watching it and then I finally watched I think it was on Hulu and yeah oh. cool movie good stuff did you ever watch uh, Blade Runner? No, I still need to see Blade Runner. You seen the the original? No. Okay, you need to watch the original first before you watch that one. Does he run with knives? Because <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> this guy's a comedian, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> in case you didn't know. Blade Runner is a, is about a car, right? No. I had, I talked about this it's last time. Like, Never mind. Is it a car? Is there a car? Well, we were just talking about, actually. AI, <laughs> practically. People, like, turning into robots. Okay. It's really good. It It'll blow your freaking mind, but... Jerry Little's performance in it is intense. It's good. Is he in the new or the He's old a one? weirdo. He's in the new one. Mm. I even know how old he would be if he was in the new one. Or the old one. Yeah, I don't know how old the old one really, is. Really, it's really old. Is Tom Cruise in it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Harrison Ford is. Oh, okay. That, that'll that tell you how old it is. Nice. He's in both, but I mean. Yeah, well, Harrison Ford's like 97. So yeah, I know. He's done a lot. It's impressive. He's going to do another oh Indiana gosh. Jones. Oh I saw that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I like those movies, but I still think they're so overrated. Yeah. And I'm like, please stop. Why did you ruin that whole franchise with Crystal Skull? That's how I feel. It was cool. I like Shadow of Bluff, but like, yeah, no, for real. But I want to be in a Star Wars movie so bad, bro. So bad. You can do it. I do. I want I want them to do like a whole new one, though. Like everything new. Like, I mean, I wouldn't mind being in a movie with Rey, but <laughs> that's cool. Would you that, be a Jedi? I want to be a great Jedi. A great Jedi. I want that to become an actual canon. Like, I want them to actually say that in a movie because it's very implied all the time. They want them to say, you're a great Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm a Sith. (laughs) 
But no, so like the balance of both, you know what I mean? Like that's what that's what Luke was talking about in the eighth one. Everybody was very contradicting about like because he's kind of like very like negative in episode eight. And that's not Luke mm-hmm. at all. But a lot of his like theories and stuff made sense, and like even Yoda talks about it. But Qui Gon Jinn from the first episode, like chopped in half guy. <laughs> you talking right? about Darth Maul? Oh damn it! <laughs> well, he died. <laughs> well, he did, but he didn't. He didn't ruining get... all kinds of stuff for you, but it's whatever. No, because because Darth Maul killed Qui Gon Jinn, right? Yes. Okay. He He's didn't. Dead. He didn't get chopped in half. Darth Maul did. He got his legs cut off though. He's got something cut off, right? He, he just fell off his body. Yeah. But he comes back in Clone Wars. It has like robot legs. But she said half his body. That's what I was asking. The waist, yeah. Yeah. His okay, legs. Never whatever. mind. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. I totally lost track of what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd be a great Jedi for sure. So you like the balance of both. So you like mm-hmm. choose for yourself. Because like even the Jedi were technically in a bit corrupt because they're so about, you know, justice and everything. And like you weren't even, it's like military, very military. And like yeah, low key racist. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, you weren't allowed to love, like, you like you know, Anakin couldn't even love Padme and stuff, but, like, yeah. so, like, you're very, you're devoted to the life, you know, kind of like a, like, a priest or, like, a very religious person, like, yeah, that's, that's it. Every time I think, I hear that, I think pedophile, but, oh my gosh, it's just my first go-to. Uh, I think they'd, they'd have less, like, pedophile priests if they just let them get married, you know, just let them hang out with women. You need to bring a point in a while. <laughs> Instead of doing, um, prison... <laughs> comedian stuff you should go to churches <laughs> let these, these priests jokes. have sex <laughs> with consenting adults walk in there and be like let my people go <laughs> oh my gosh buy him a hooker once a year maybe it'll work out oh I don't my know. lord <laughs> <laughs> just once a year it's not a big deal hmm. on his birthday I don't know this will probably be, this, this is my first podcast ever. I don't know if you knew this. <laughs> I didn't know that. This is probably the most, well, I mean, it is the most interesting podcast I've ever been <laughs> in for one. And it probably ever, it forever will be. Oh, thank you. If I want to, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to be. Don't more, jump like, on any other podcast. Hey. Trying try to be more what? No, I want to come back. Like, what if I get, like, get famous and then like. Oh, yeah, come I'm, back on this one. Exactly. Yeah, sure. And then like, I'm, I'm not saying you're going to be in the same garage later on, but that'd still be dope. Nah, if I don't know. Kansas. No, I actually plan on moving to Dallas by the end of the year. That's what I'm planning on doing. Really? Yeah, for real. Oh, That's weird. funny. Well, because that guy I was telling you about earlier that I'm recording my album with, mm-hmm. like that's where he lives, so it makes it easier. And then like I can transfer at the company that I'm working for right now. So. Yeah, I can transfer with my company. They have a place in in Addison. Dope. I just gotta like hope there's a position open when I need to go. But yeah, same. There's like three stores, three or four stores in DFW. Want to move to one that's like maybe close to Plano or more up north? I don't know. <coughs> Roses? Yeah. Nice. I yeah, didn't man. know they were that big. That's where they started, was DFW area. I didn't even know that. Wow. Yeah. I thought they were like local for some reason. Ish. They all over the all over Texas? Yeah, there's one one in Hobbs, New Mexico. There's one in Midland and Odessa. They have like four in Lubbock. Okay, like Roses. Three in the DFW. Very nice. I know. So, perks. You know, there's more stuff for like, you know, entertainment, music, mm-hmm. acting, and stuff like that. And then, you know, it's a hop, skip away whenever you want to take a flight somewhere. New York. Oh, yeah. L.A. You don't have to Definitely. take a connecting flight. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think uh, Rosa's gives you weird looks because you're white? Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> I have no 
freaking idea. <laughs> I love my job, dude, but a lot of the people I work with are very racist. Yeah. And I know more Spanish than a lot of people that work there, so it's funny. Like, really? There are people that are, yeah, there are people nice. that are more brown than you, but they don't know a lick of Spanish. Yeah. And I understand a lot. Mm-hmm. And, like, I speak it, and, like, I want to learn more. One day I will be fluent. But, yeah, dude, I'll, I mean, I'm one of the majors there, and I'll come up and I'll help out in the front. And, like, I could knock out, like, loads of people real quick. I know I talk to them, you know, knock out mm-hmm. a line and cash them out real quick. And the Mexican people, you know, the you know, people completely speak Spanish and don't speak a lot of English. They look at me, you know, mm-hmm. white, blonde hair, blue eyed person, young person. And they look mm-hmm. at this girl next to me. It's a little brown girl, with dark hair, and mm-hmm. doesn't speak a lick of Spanish in her whole entire life. And I try to speak a little bit to them, like, hola, como estas? You know, they, they're like, no, 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 no. You know, kind of like turn their head kind <laughs> of to me and they go towards Angelina. She's like, hi, how are you? <laughs> like, And they're, try, they're literally speaking full-blown Spanish to them and like, She's like, okay, so that is a number two? I'm like, she doesn't know anything. Like, yeah. I go over there and help her out. And I'm like, I tried to help you to help yourself, but you want yeah. to be racist, so it's fine. That's funny. I'm like, there's people in Spain that look just like me. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, like when I used to work for the city, I'd like my crew would call me like a little Spaniard because I, sp- I understand most of it and stuff. Uh-huh. But I mean, he's like, blonde, white hair, you know, white, blonde hair, blue eyed kid. So that's funny. But it's cool, man. Like, my coworkers are. Decent for the most part. I mean, your manager, but the hardest. I think the the kids are frustrating sometimes. But a lot of times, it's harder to get adults, especially that are older than you. You know what I mean? Your younger manager to mm-hmm. get them to do what you need to do. Sometimes when they're not doing their job, especially when they've worked there for years. And I'm like, you're still not even doing the basics of your job, and you've worked there for years. I could see that. But that's restaurant industry. It's a very different feel. So I asked one of our, our marketing manager. She's already yeah. Or, uh, what's it called? Catering manager. I asked her, and, I was, and she was like, it's called casual dining. Because, you know, we have plates and stuff. We don't have servers. Mm-hmm. We have, like, dining ladies who clean up stuff. And it's very weird. It's smart. Bobby Cox is very smart. Because everything is cooked pretty fresh for the most part. They stay on warmers, but, I mean, it's cooked pretty fresh. Mm-hmm. And, the, of course, the fajita is really good. It's cooked with, like, a mesquite grill. Mm. But, like, it's just weird. It's got a weird feel to it. Because, you know, you order it, and then you go get it. But you have plates and silverware. Drive through gets busy though, mm. and Taco Tuesday is about <laughs> stupid, bro. I like this Rosa's commercial. Yeah, there's a Rosa's we're doing right now. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. free advertising. This podcast, podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Rosa's Cafe and Jared Leto and Jared Leto and Texas Tea. Oh no, Water Still. Yeah, for real. Back to Water Still. But no, back to the album. Anyways, <laughs> 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 talking about the album. With the Jared Leto, I just saw him playing like that. So I have like a song like that. It's very just raw, me playing guitar and singing. And then a very poppy stuff, you know, because I'm pop, my stuff's pop. I have like one song, my single is called Kiss. Like, this sounds like Jesse McCartney, like straight up. It's good. I love it. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, it just happened. And then I have stuff like Sam Smith, Bruno Mars, Louis Capaldi, stuff like just me just playing piano and singing. Very like soulful. That's cool. But I have one song. I want I want at least one more. I want at least two because I want to be I want to be able to call myself a pop and R and B artist because I love The Weeknd so yeah. much. He's like one of my bittersweet kind of things. Like I don't know. Like I love him a lot. Is, is Trilogy your favorite? No. Yes and no. I like the rawness of it. Yeah. But I mean the production is really old. You know, so the production yeah. is like eh, on some songs. Some of the tracks are like, what the heck is that sound like? And like he's even off on some of his singing of it, which is still mm. cool that he put it out because yeah. you know it's literally just a bunch of EPs that he put together. There are some songs on there that I've sing. Like I used to do the the non Valentine's Day show at the eight oh six. We used to get people jumping and singing, especially you know they got alcohol on them and stuff. I'd singing. Um, yeah, it's a great show. 
uh, I forgot what song it was, but he's a singer one of the songs off the trilogy, and they mm-hmm. go freaking nuts. I feel like behind what is it behind the beauty mask or madness, yeah, whatever beauty behind the madness or yeah, something like that. Yeah, beauty behind the madness. That album will always have like a, a special place with me. I don't know what it was, but he said jam it all the time. I don't know. I'm weird, so I I listen to music and albums if I really like them. If mm-hmm. I like all the songs, I just listen to it straight from top to bottom. That's the best thing to do. I don't know why. I just like it. So I, I feel like it tells a story and like especially when, if when artists like write albums when they connect, you know, to go to the next song because mm-hmm. like I really like metal and like. People do that. They'll write songs and they fade into the next song. You know, the right albums and the next song just faded yeah, right in there. Yeah, that's my so. favorite thing to do. It's dope. So Some songs fade in and out. But, what did you ask again? What about The weekend? Do I? Oh, I, my, I, I oh Trilogy I was is my Trilogy favorite. Is your favorite. Uh, yeah, behind, I think that one is. Behind the Beauty of the Madness, whatever. That one. I the, like the Starboy album. It's very good. Mm-hmm. But it's he he went very, like, trappy on it. Like, there's a lot of, like, artists. I don't know why. People just feel like they have to have a lot of... Uh, rap features and mm-hmm. like Nicky Cortez one of my best friends like I want to do stuff with him but we still ain't like done anything yet mm-hmm. and I still even on this album I'm not like adamant adamant of having on it I'd like him to be on one of my R&B songs mm-hmm. it'd be a cool feel that is cool but I just don't want to be like having all these rappers on my album like I'm not a rapper yeah. like I rhyme especially on the R&B songs mm-hmm. but like I don't want to be a rapper and there like, are a lot of artists who do that and Justin Bieber did on his new album I like it and it's growing on me but I feel like and like Purpose is what got me into playing pop and R and B. Like that album is amazing. I don't care. Like I love Justin Bieber. And then I went back and listened to Journals. I was like, wow, this is freaking dope. Like this R and B is like, get it. But I don't know. I just don't get it. All, all the all the rap features. Because there's a lot of people on there. I'm just like, who even are these people? I never heard of them. <laughs> I guess I don't listen to a lot of rap. So. Oh, I see. But yeah. I like older rap. Like Nicki's one of the main people. Like this newer rap that I listen to. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> other than that I like Run DMC Beastie Boys those guys um, are fun um, NWA where they actually like talk about real stuff mm-hmm. they're actual real gangsters like definitely like yeah they talk shit on a track but I'm gonna fuck you up I'm gonna kill you but they'd actually do it in the streets they actually saw you yeah and now Ice Cube makes family movies yeah I know it's funny it's it great. is crazy <laughs> same with uh, what's the other guy's name oh shit the guy who's in uh, cop movies now, who who got who made a song called Cop Killer. I can't think of his name. Really? Ice-T. Oh, yeah. yes, Ice-T. Ice-T, yeah. I think the funniest thing he ever did, though, I don't even know if it's really him, was on Rick and Morty. <laughs> mm, I don't think I saw that one. I love Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's a great he, show. He, so whenever they were making the song for the uh, the big heads, mm-hmm. show me what you got. <laughs> He's helping Rick make a song. And then, like, so, so he ended up being from a different planet, and he was originally ice water. <laughs> he was like, well, he was a, no, my bad. He was water tea. He was water tea. Water tea. And then, like, somehow he, like, got frozen, and he was iced tea. Was yeah. that that song that goes, Get Swifty? Yeah, Get Swifty. Oh, okay, so I did see it. on the floor, Get Swifty. <laughs> I love that show. That's one of, another one of my bittersweet things. I love it. It's so gross. But, I don't know, man. I was so stoked for the new season, and I'm like, eh. Oh, Rick and Morty? They ruined dragons for me, bro. They <laughs> ruined dragons for me. It's bad. I love dragons so much. Like, one of my favorite things ever. I wish dragons... Like, that's one of my... Just like, dragons? Awful. Yes. Just any type of dragon? I mean, no. Mountain dragons. That was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this dude knows everything. Kind of. So, mountain dragons are the ones that have four legs. So, they have, like, front and back legs, and they got wings. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other dragons that look like birds. 
or bats where they have they don't have front legs that like their front appendages are wings. Oh yeah, they can see they have like hands. Yeah, fuck know. those. I don't know. I just think they look cooler. They're, like more muscular, cooler. Mm. But the Harry Potter dragons are dope, and they have the ones where they have they just have like front wings. Lord of the Rings but dragons. Did they have? Did they I have four legs? I think so. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know either. Technically, Hobbit. Yeah, but. Dude, that blew my mind because I watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy and then I went to the Hobbit movie and there was a scene starting out with a dragon. I was like, there's fucking dragons in these movies? Yeah. Which I, I should have known that. I fell watching but. both. <laughs> I love Lord of the Rings so much, but mm-hmm. I tried to watch the first one and I fell asleep. Tried it again and fell asleep. I don't know, man. Like, they stretch it so much. It's like they try to fight every freaking word in that huge book in a one movie. I'm like, it's a yeah. movie. They did that. It's a long time. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, last thing you got sidetracked was, was about the, the album the and went to the weekend. Lord of mercy. But no, there was a uh, before Lord of the Rings dragons, mountain dragons, man. I do. Yeah, I have a bunch of rant. It's like you know, you see that thing. Um, you see like memes and stuff. Like all the useless facts in my head. You have a lot of those. Mm. I don't think they're useless. I think they're cool. But it's whatever. Bowser from uh, Mario. Is he a dragon? I don't know. I don't know either. Are you a dragon if you don't have wings? That's a good question. Komodo dragons. That is a dragon. Yeah. So technically, yeah. Bruce Lee. <laughs> oh, Bruce Lee. What a legend. He was part dragon. He had to have been something. One of the most healthiest and fastest people on this earth. And so yeah. humble. Did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, I need to so bad. Yeah. There's a scene in there where... Um, Brad Pitt slams Bruce Lee into a car. What? There's <laughs> yeah. a guy that plays Bruce Lee? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's not even... That's funny. That's not even worth it, though. That movie's wild. It's pretty cool. I love Tarantino. I Sadly, though, I haven't seen Inglourious Bastards till like, recently. Really? Like, yeah, like, last year. Oh, and I regret movie. it, because that movie is so freaking good. Yeah. It's so good, and it's so funny. And that's how I started getting more into Tarantino more and more. I've seen... Um, what is that movie? John Travolta. Pulp Fiction. I've seen Pulp, Pulp Fiction, Fiction so many times. Even when I was a kid. It was but boring never, to me as a kid. Really? Yeah, I don't know why, but it I came back and watched it. Yeah, and I think you got to watch it again when you're older. <laughs> it's freaking weird. But, yeah, dude, it was so funny. And then I was, like, watching more Tarantino stuff and, t- and him, like, doing podcasts and stuff. And, like, how they asked him about, like, Hitler. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was, like, just came to me one day. It was, like, I was trying to think of an end. Just hit me. Kill Hitler. I was, like, I was, like. I don't know, it's weird, but I was like, that's the smartest thing ever. And it made the movie so cool. I know, right? I bet everybody got so happy. They haven't put that in one video game, have they? Why not? Yeah, that's what I've been wondering my whole life. Like, like, Why is there not a game where I can shoot Hitler in the face? World War II zombies. I don't know, right? Just keep doing it over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you could save the world. Man. But yeah, Pulp Fiction, bro. Okay, so I watched it when I was younger. And then I've I've seen it on TV a lot. But they don't show some of that part in that scene with that guy in the in like the case or whatever, mm-hmm. like, like sex suit and stuff. They don't show a lot of that part. Yeah. On TV, and so I was watching at my friend's house when we were all room- when we were all rooming together, and I was like, and I forgot about that part, and I was like, oh yeah, this part. And I was like, what the flip? This is so weird and gross, <laughs> bro. Freaky. Uh, I can't believe that dude though. What is a guy that plays like the big boss guy? He just like doesn't even be like. Me and you, Bruce Willis, like, we're just cool now. Like, we're good. You do whatever. Like, because he literally saved his life. He could have just left him there. No, he's just like, get out of town. I won't ever see you again. I'd be like, mm-hmm. bro, like, <laughs> I just saved your freaking life. I could have just shot you in the head, but I don't know. Pope Fiction. That movie's freaking nuts. 
Yeah, there's a lot going on in that movie. Tarantino. He's crazy. He's smart. It's crazy how much people yeah. like that guy. Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I didn't like watch a trailer or anything, but uh, Charles Manson's cult is a big part of that movie. That's funny. I didn't realize that <laughs> until I was like close to the end. And I was All like, right. damn, okay. Keep that in mind. I don't, I've seen like some clips and stuff that they saw on YouTube, but I don't think I really watch a trailer. I'm trying not to do that very much anymore. So my friend Joseph is a big like movie buff. Like he wants to be a director and like mm-hmm. a filmmaker and stuff like that. And so anytime we go see a Marvel movie, especially, but he just, he barely watches trailers, period. But I'm like, how do you even know when something's going to come out or what? But it makes sense, man. Cause like, you know, when you watch a trailer, it literally tells a whole yeah, dang a lot of movie. Them do. Like the whole freaking movie. Like, why do I even go see this? I've noticed that. Like, why why would you make a three minute trailer just to be like, here's the whole plot, mm-hmm. here's everything? They show all the coolest parts <laughs> or the funniest lines in yeah. comedies. I'm just like, so I try not to watch them anymore. So, but like, especially Marvel movies, especially in some DC movies. But like, I try not to watch them as much anymore, like, because it just gives away the whole movie, especially like just basic romantic comedies and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I just I know exactly what's gonna happen, mm-hmm. like the conflict and everything. Like, why am I watching this dang thing? I feel that. So, I don't even, I don't even watch TV really. So I don't know when movies are coming out. Like Zombieland Two mm-hmm. came out, and I was like, don't "Holy tell. shit!" I didn't even know that was at the theater. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. And they go so fast. They go so fast to online and and or mm-hmm. DVD. Yeah, really but so quick now. It's like crazy. When he sorked a when he sorked a Hastings, they go DVD so quick. Like boom, already. I was like, anything in the freaking theaters for like maybe a couple months, three yeah. four months, and they're already out. It used to take it used to take a long time. <sighs> So now theaters is like a nostalgic thing. It's already retro. It's crazy how fast things become yeah, a fad. It's cycle. gonna be like the drive-in movie. Yeah, just a regular movies. <laughs> well, I mean, they they'll br- they. I mean, you see it all the time. They bring movies back to the theater because you know it's cool to go to the movies now. Because mm-hmm. it's not cool to some people. Because you can just watch anything online or pirate it online. Yeah, I'm guilty of it, but I like I love the theater experience. I love it. Eating popcorn and Reese's Pieces at the same time. Mm. Mr. Pig. <laughs> yeah, dude. Cool. This podcast is brought to you by Hallmark. Oh, wait. No, I don't know the name of Regal 16. Regal, yeah. That's oh, it. Gosh, there we go. Sued. <laughs> All these things. Hopefully, man. Do you watch that? Hot Ones? Do you watch that one? I that do. One? I love that one so much. I don't know anything about Zoe Kravitz, but. I don't even know who that is. I recently watched. She's uh, Lenny Kravitz's daughter. I think she acts. I don't know. I anyway. Um, Did you I watch watched, the Birds of Prey one? Yeah, Margot Robbie was on it. Yeah, and then they bring all the other girls. She watched, then that one, like, that girl from, like, Columbia or whatever. She's, like, eating the wing. The last one, like, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Eh, I don't really feel it. Eh, oh, yeah, I'm starting to feel it. She just eats the whole thing. I'm like. I've always wondered how hot those are. We got, um at my job, this guy uh, I work with ordered two of the bottles. He ordered the the last dab and oh, this God. one called the bomb. The bomb yeah, is the bomb. way hotter than, really? than last dab, yeah. Last dab really isn't terrible. It's crazy how easy it is for that guy, though, because he's done it so much. Yeah. It's just, like, nothing all the time for him. He's, like, never even sweating. Never. I just wonder, like, what... Those are so old, too. I went back and watched a bunch of the old ones, Mm -hmm. and back in the day, they were just doing, like, Tabasco and, like, regular salsa. Really? That's what they started off with, yeah. Wow. And it looks so old, you know, like... That's funny. Like, I don't know if we shot a GoPro in, in this garage, like... I'm just curious if this guy has, like, wild, violent shits every week, you know? He doesn't have any bowels anymore, bro. It just all squirts. <laughs> That's great. Props to him, though, man. It's funny. All, I love it. All of the celebrities that get on there are like, how are you just doing this? He's yeah. like, well, you want to do it every day. Like, it's nothing. <laughs> There's no way his, his asshole's just not like burnt to a crisp, man. That's What butthole? <laughs> like, he probably has no cheeks. It just falls out. <laughs> his chair is probably a toilet. Probably, man. It's like, 
Like when he farts, it doesn't go. It just goes. <laughs> <laughs> just fire shooting. He's like a dragon. Oh my god! The common mountain dragon, as they say. I wish I had a lot of followers on Twitter. That's the one thing I'm not good at. I'm not good at tweeting. I don't know what it is. Twitter's different. It is very weird. I can't get good at it. One day, maybe if I become famous, people just like. Poof. I want. Do you like um, uh, Crystalia? Do you like him? Yeah, I love Crystalia. I started watching that show You just because Crystalia's in it. Really? Yeah. What? I still don't like you? that show. He's in You. Yeah. Not what? until like season two. He's like a he's a comedian. Who That's may or funny. may not be like a uh, pedophile. What? <laughs> <laughs> he could play a pedophile. Uh, I'd like to. I would. I would like to meet him and like go back and forth with him, just because like I feel like we talk a lot of shit to each other. Oh, he's awesome. And I talk shit about his neck beard because it disgusts me. I watch. I watch. Um, well, because him and the some other comedian talk about like his beard and stuff. He's like, why don't you? He's like, and he gives so much crap to people because he has very strong opinions, and yeah. I do too. So it's great. He's hilarious. But he is, and like he'll talk about him, and if he. I mean, like, it's comedy, first of all. Like, if you get butthurt, I don't know what to tell you. Kind of like, um, mm. what's his, Dave Chappelle's new thing. I was like, oh, my gosh. But anyways, <laughs> so, he like, he talks about, like, people having beards. And he, like, gets so mad, and people, like, shape up their beards and stuff like that. And I was like, what? No. I was like, because I hate neck beards. So, like, ugh. I just think it's mm. gross. But I was like, I'm a man. He's like, if I want a beard, I'm going to have a beard. Like, I'm just going to grow it. And I was just like, it's so funny. Well, I'd still give him so much crap if I met him. <laughs> but he'll talk about, like, how he'll, like, blast people on social media. Mm-hmm. Well, on Twitter mainly. Someone will give him crap a lot. And, like, he'll, like, post back. Like, you know, he'll just tweet back to him and, like, fight with him and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then one of them was, I mean, was he a big person? Was that a... Uh, that dude who got in trouble he's the big youtuber Logan yeah Paul. i was just thinking about that, that one was, and like they were talking about it like they were doing a yeah. podcast talking about it and dude i've been trying so hard to get crystalia to talk back to me like i've been talking <laughs> shit to mad shit to him on twitter dude, like, i think that's what most people do with I'm celebrities like, is like i'm gonna damn talk it. shit to him maybe he'll talk back damn it. no that logan paul thing was hilarious because he was like was so he was good. saying his comedy career was dead he was like well if it's dead maybe you can take a selfie with it <laughs> he's oh just something so like that stuff. I laugh so hard. His are so like so short and so like, <laughs> like dang. His are great. Oh, like, he's getting man. better. I think it's because like he moved to LA and you know he's. I don't know. It's like we were talking about earlier. It's, it's depending on how much you try and who, who finds you, how lucky mm-hmm. you get. But like, there's a. I mean, there's a lot of other comedians that are a lot better than him. Yeah, but but he's but slowly getting better. But I remember he was like. A bit like a nobody, barely mm-hmm. anybody on um, Justin Bieber's roast, but he was on Justin Bieber's roast, so that was cool. Yeah, yeah, I guess he wasn't. He wasn't as big as he is now. He wasn't. He's like mastered Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like freaking. Why is the Dwayne, why is Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Why is he like the Instagram god? Why do they call him that? Because he has just a lot of views or what? Yeah, he's just a a giant smart nice guy. <laughs> he really is, though. I want to meet that guy. There was a picture of him in uh in a, like a hospital gurney. Holding his newborn child, and it's just like, dude, you didn't give birth to that. Like, <laughs> he, he had to be like, honey, get out of bed so I can, t- <laughs> so I can take this Instagram picture. He's so funny. <laughs> See, I try hard and stuff like that, but I don't know. But yeah, Delia's awesome. I watch like clips of Delia on YouTube, just like uh, of him talking shit to, like to other comedians on podcasts. Mm. He's just funny all the time. <laughs> he does his research too. He's smart. He knows a lot. It's funny because he's not, I don't know, he's not like the most stylish guy. I guess the style's different mm-hmm. and everybody has a different opinion of style. But he loves shoes so yeah. much. And I and they, I guess he's decently wealthy now because, you know, he's pretty successful as a comedian now. He'll just drop money on shoes, bro. Like I watch him go into the, one of those, those big stores that like wrap their shoes like saran wrap so they're mm-hmm. clean. He bought like 
four pairs of shoes and he spent like, I don't know, anywhere from 2500 to $10,000 on shoes. And I was like, that's crazy. Oh my freaking God. I'm like, I don't understand. He's like, swipe the credit card. I was like, holy crap. How do you just have that money on you? Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen videos of rappers just going into Gucci stores and being like, oh, 70000 oh Okay. <laughs> well, then whenever, like we're talking about modeling, whenever you're a model man, you go to like Milan and stuff mm-hmm. and you have like a, like a model card. Like you either get like free stuff or like a way huge discount. Really? Yeah. You know, like tourists and stuff and celebrities and they go, like, they pay money mm-hmm. because they have it. Like, whatever. They buy it. That's so wild. they know they're going to make money. When you're a model, you get practically free crap or super cheap stuff. Mm-hmm. Their stuff's still freaking expensive, though. But then you can also get a... Uh, do companies, like, try <coughs> to get you as a sponsor? Like, Me? they'll just send you, like, free stuff? I like, mean, if you at, are, yeah. When you were modeling? Uh, I mean, no, not yet. So no. I wasn't, like, successful, successful yet. I didn't get signed to, like, a big one. So Diane Dick was like a like a mother agency. Mm-hmm. So she signs you, and then she gets you other people. It's kind of like a middleman. Very good middleman. She's very good at what she does. Like but a model they would, dealer. But they will. probably would, for sure. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> That's funny. One of her biggest models, though, man, I feel like she needs to get out of it and go get her own thing and do it herself. She's been doing it since, like, like 13, mm-hmm. 13, 14. And uh, I saw her in PacSun, like, on, a, on like, a, like, a big banner thing and I take a picture of it. I was like, oh, that was dope. She's very successful. That's cool. That is and, cool. And nice. she's, yeah, she did like a commercial with, uh, what is her name? Something Khabib or whatever. But, um, I have no idea. Yeah, she's like a big model or something. But mm. she's getting successful and pretty, is pretty successful. Successful. Oh, yeah. But like, doing gigs, period, as a model, like if you just do regular gigs, like anybody can be a model. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. anybody needs people for a gap or Walmart or whatever. Yeah. Or online. It's crazy how much money you just, you know, you do stuff for online, put on shirts and stuff. You'll see a lot of the same people, you know, you mm-hmm. scroll through like Jack Threads or PacSun or whatever. Those people make money doing that. Then you have to be famous. Yeah. You don't ever think about it, huh? I kind of do because you like, you see all the people going out to LA yeah. and it's like, they're all somehow the getting commercials. Yeah, but like this. Those people, a lot of people don't even want to be famous. You know, like mm-hmm. Sia, like she's a ghost writer. <laughs> ghost writer. That'd be a funny movie. Anyways, but yeah, she don't even want to be famous. She's been a ghostwriter for like Britney Spears and all these big people for a long time. And then she put her own music. Mm-hmm. It's like that, you know. There's yeah. people that probably just want to model and make money doing it, like it, but they don't want to be some big plastered face. Mm. Think about it. I I I don't necessarily want to be famous. I think it's cool. It's cool perk ish. Mm-hmm. But the over saturated exaggeration of like you know like Justin Bieber like you can't even go to the dang grocery store without like a million yeah. people like. Hey, no, 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 no. They were trying to blow him when he was twelve, man. It's pretty scary. He's he didn't have he didn't get to be a kid. No, he really didn't. There's a reason why like he had a lot of problems the way he did. Mm. It's like there's a whole YouTube series on like a lot of that and stuff. But I mean like part of it I'm like, I don't that's that's I mean, that's the life you know you're getting into and mm-hmm. you choose being a celebrity and big actor or whatever. But like at the end of the day, I don't know if I'd really want that, to be honest. It's cool and you know, mm-hmm. to be noticed. But I mean the reason why you're doing it is to promote your job, your music, and everything. So it makes sense. Like, that's why I'm doing it, to be famous. But I'm not being famous because, like, I want people to know who I am. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah. I got you. Because I always want to be the most humblest person I ever can be. Like, that's, that's no matter what you are, Christian, Buddhist, whatever, like, yeah. like I want to be the best person I can be, period. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is. Same. Mind, body, I soul. Agree. Like, healthiest, like... I'm going to treat everybody with respect and love no matter what to 110% the max. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I care about what people think about me too much, mm-hmm. honestly. And that's, like I was talking about earlier, it's stupid being in the entertainment <laughs> business like I shouldn't. But 
I'm just a very caring person. Mm-hmm. Like even at my job, like I, I worry if people don't like me. I'm like, why don't you like yeah. me? Like I try my hardest to, to like everybody and like want people to like me. Why don't you like me? And I get butthurt about it. I mean, so that's a common paranoia sometimes. <sighs> Dude, I hate it so much. That's one of my biggest downfalls. Is I'm, yeah. Me caring about what people think about me so much. I do that. I do that at, at jobs sometimes, but I like, I kind of just bury it and forget about it. But there are times where I'm like, yeah. what if everyone's secretly mad at me? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like, I think that all the time. It's dumb. <laughs> And my closest friends are like, tell me, like, don't do that. It's, like, it's hard. Oh. Yeah, just, just paranoia, man. I'm actually a loving person, but mm. whatever. But, yeah, back to the fame thing. I think, uh, like, I don't want to be famous, but I want to be, like, famous enough to where it's, like, I can just do stand-up. So right. it kind of goes hand in hand. Like, if you want to be really good at it, you kind of you want to be a, a little bit famous. Yeah, you of know? course. <laughs> like, I don't know. You want to be, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to give an example. I want to say you want to be Chris Rock, but you want to be Dave Chappelle, but that's not true. Chris Rock's still pretty famous. He's funny. So I could name people, but you wouldn't know who they were. So Some, probably like, not a lot, though. Like a really successful model you would know that mm-hmm. nobody else would. Or yeah. not like nobody, but yeah. You want to be like famous in your industry, basically is what I want. I, want to be I could do the same thing industry. with artists. Yeah. Like you probably don't know who Jake Miller is. No. He's a very popular famous pop artist but he's not huge huge you know what i mean he's not like sia justin bieber bruno mm-hmm. mars but he's getting there he's a very amazing talented artist produces nice. all of his own stuff in his own room he plays a lot of instruments taught himself guitar and piano but amazing artist that's cool how he's many def- instruments can you play me <laughs> play that's that's very vague <laughs> i write stuff on on piano and mm-hmm. guitar but i don't a lot of times I don't know exactly what I'm playing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm really trying to work on. Gotcha. I say those like some of my top goals in life is to be ambidextrous in everything I can be. You know what I mean? Like I want to be like trilingual. You know what I mean? I want to be bilingual. Like I want to I know like many languages. Yeah. Same thing with instruments. That's one of my, that is like my top dream and, and goal. So like be able to play almost every instrument I can. That's awesome. But you have to learn music theory first, and piano begins with that. That is one of my favorite instruments to play, though. I could just play piano for hours and hours. Pianos are dope. Yeah. I love pianos. I wrote most of my songs, and depending on the song, what kind of song, you know, what I hear in my head on piano and or guitar. Like, my song Kiss, I'm going to put out soon. That's what it's going to be. That's what it's mainly on. It's mainly just a guitar and, like, Mm -hmm. some track. Like, clicks and snaps and stuff like that. But, I don't know, man. Like... Even when I was writing stuff for Dust of Life or, or metal post-hardcore stuff, like, I would just... The shower. It sounds so funny, but, dude, I write so much stuff in the shower. Really? Yeah. And I'll just so like pop a- into my head, and I'll go grab my phone real quick and just record... Like, Charlie Puth is funny because I found out Charlie Puth does the same exact thing as me. He'd be like, something pops in his head and, like, a melody or something or lyrics, and I have to go put it on my phone real quick so I don't forget it. I have, mm-hmm. like, so many notes, bro, on my phone. Oh, yeah, songs. I do that, too. And I was like, he does that. He did that for. That's how I wrote attention. Like I do that all the time. Like beatbox with, with the melody and stuff, mm-hmm. and then I'll rewrite parts and lyrics, and I'll try and name it. <laughs> and it's funny. I'll probably like this stupid, and I'll probably sound like crap mm-hmm. to the melody, but or the sing. But like, I'll remember it. Like I know what I was trying to do there. So you got to jump in the shower, get the idea, pop out, <laughs> grab your phone, yeah, get water everywhere. Yep. And then like, well, I'm out of ideas. I gotta hop back in the shower. <laughs> What's the longest? Um, I was writing out in the shower. <laughs> What's the longest shower brainstorm you've had? Just like you ever been in there for like three hours? Just like no way, it's not coming to me. <laughs> I'd be a complete prune. Maybe an hour, an hour and a half, maybe. 
Nice. That's a good shower session. Wasting water. You must, you must hate polar bears. Um, or the what environment. The? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I got a boiler at my apartment, so I don't have a oh, water nice. heater. It sucks. Really, it doesn't <laughs> sound that good because the water and pressure or the the hot. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the water, water temperature, it never runs out. It just goes up and down all the time. So you have a big boiler system for the whole apartments. So you have, oh. like, endless water to, to an extent, endless hot water. Yeah. But it's just always, like, up and down. So, like, you could be taking a shower, and you have it set the, the same temperature the whole time. Mm-hmm. But you're taking a warm shower, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's, like, freaking hot, and you're dying. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> it just drops, and it's freezing cold. It's annoying, dude. That is annoying. Yeah, it's really scary, honestly. That's <laughs> yeah, terrifying. You burn your skin. Worse than Jaws. This would be a new Stephen King movie. Hot shower. The shower. <laughs> what do you think about that? That new sequel. The uh, the one that the was Shining. The Shining. I didn't. I didn't watch it, but I want to say I haven't even seen The Shining. But I like. I, it looks cool. Oh, Shining like the sequel. Really cool. But like, I don't know. And I love Stephen King, and I love mm-hmm. it, and they did really, really good on the, on the remake. I think the first one was better than the second one. I know it's not really a way to rate that. But there was a very shining essence in the second chapter. But they did amazing on picking people. Mm-hmm. But I, there's things that I liked about the original more, like what they did with the clown and how, what he actually was and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I don't know if I really liked how they told the story. I they liked, changed it a little. I liked the original clown better. Yeah. But Oh, yeah. the actual clown? Really? Yeah. I thought the new actor did an amazing job. Woo! <laughs> He's cool. <laughs> but he did freaking really good. He was very scary. But... Um, I don't know. It had a weird, like, shining aspect. Cause, you know, the blood whenever she was, like, in yeah. that room, whatever, in the bathroom. But I thought you said you hadn't seen The Shining. I haven't, but, I mean, I know what it, you know, I've seen oh, okay. like, Sorry, you're clips confusing me. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the people, like, the, with the two twin on the girls. tricycle and two girls. Yeah. And, and I've seen, um, what is that movie? The video game movie. And they, they go, they go into. Rick and Ralph? No, no, no. <laughs> What is it? Ready Player One. Oh, okay. Dude, yeah. that movie is so amazing. I haven't I've seen, seen it. Some, you need to watch that movie. It's, but they, so it's like a, like a virtual reality video game. Mm-hmm. Like worldwide, like on crack, dude. Like this is like the future of gaming. And this guy dies who invents the whole game and they're trying to find like these prizes and you pretty much win the rights to the whole company in the game. Wow. After you like win all this stuff. Well, one of the parts that they go to like a shining, like a shining reference thing. So it's like, a reference to like a date he went to to go see the shining movie and so like there's a there's like scary crap in it about the shining and like mm-hmm. there's the blood you know coming through the, the walls and like stuff like that and the killer people so i know parts you of know it about the, the kid talking to his finger no he's like so. red rhyme red rhyme <laughs> but you know there's millions of references through movies and books and all kinds of yeah. about the shining he is he's like possessed with another spirit or i don't know i don't know what you call it like, but um, what's his name? From who plays Obi Wan? He's he's in the second, the Shining, the Shining sequel. Nice. So I want to see it because he's an amazing actor. I love almost everything he's in. I just can't wait for that Obi Wan movie, dude. Golly. When's it supposed to come out? I don't know. Oh. I think it's supposed to be sometime this year. When does when does Chewbacca getting a spinoff? <laughs> for like for Chewbacca. <laughs> so it's funny because in episode four, like <laughs> in episode four, like Luke and uh, Han Solo, they get like medals. But Chewie Chewie didn't get one, mm. and then someone walks up and gives him a medal at the end of episode nine. So I was like, 
Oh, until he finally got his medal. That's cool. like, and he's like the one person that survived out of all. <laughs> <laughs> he finally got his medal. I was like, it's kind of a F you to the face, but whatever. <laughs> I love Jay. Classic. When's your album drop? Do what? When's your album drop? Oh, I don't know, man. Hopefully the end of this year. Nice. I just got to get done. I don't know. I wish I was that professional and that mm-hmm. uh, ahead on money and stuff, but it's it's going to cost a quick, a good penny. Just There's like a lot of people that like, are kind of like, give me crap about it. There's a whole, that whole thing of like, caring what people think kind of thing. Yeah. They wish me well, but like, I don't know. Tell I them to like, suck it. I feel like they would do, <laughs> I feel like they would kind of do the same thing if they had, if they got to record with someone who had good connections and someone was an amazing producer, you know, or mm-hmm. in what they were wanting to do exactly, if they had the money to do it, I feel like they'd do it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't necessarily have it at the moment, but I have the resources to gain it and the time mm-hmm. and the and the passion and the drive to want to save the money to do it. That's just, awesome. So, that's just my choice, and I want to put a lot of work into this album, and I trust the guy that I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go ahead and just be like, hey, let's do this album. I'm going to pay, like, thousands of dollars. Let's do it. I'm going to... Record a song or two, see how it goes. If I like it, you know, put it out, see how well it does. And yeah. then I'm planning on thinking that it's going to sound good. So you're going to drop singles? Yeah, one or two. Nice. And then hopefully, I want to drop singles with the music video. Music videos cost more money too. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping it's going to go well the way I want it. Mm-hmm. And then record the album and put it out. And then record and then do music videos for the album too. If I could have it the way I would, like I would drop music videos with the album. Or with the singles, mm-hmm. put out the album and then put out more music videos. That is cool. But um, I don't know, man. So March thirteenth and fourteenth, I'm supposed to go to Dallas. We're gonna talk and record, and then um, after that, just start recording the album this year. And I want to get it out as soon as I can, as soon nice. as possible. So you said you already have like most of the songs recorded. You just gotta. Um, not necessarily recorded. Mix, put them, or I mean, you gotta put wrote. things together. Yeah. But I want to keep a lot of them like still kind of unwrote because I want mm-hmm. I want him to have a hand in it because I still need help yeah. with it because there's still things can always be changed like when you're in a studio period like oh mm-hmm. that doesn't sound good you know what I mean change it for sure and like I have I have a single like my single kiss is like done done but I mean I'm a perfectionist dude I am such a perfectionist like and when I used to do metal like I scream and sang scream and sang and that's even harder dude it's so hard and swapping back and forth oh, yeah, and putting that, hours that in that probably hurts your vocal cords right if you don't do it right, yeah. But I mean, yes. I mean, singing a lot, period. You know what I mean? Like, strange yeah. of voice. Think about artists when they're on tour all the time, singing, 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 screaming, whatever. Yeah, they got to take Performing. Breaks. Yeah, dude. I'm like, and people used to give artists so much crap on Warp Tour. Oh, they didn't sound that good. I was like, you understand their summer every day, day in, day out, out there singing, jumping mm-hmm. up and down. I was like, I can't believe they sound as good as they do. Like, Memphis Mayfair has been one of my favorite bands, and they <laughs> sound flawless every time I saw them on Warp Tour. I'm like, nice. it's insane. But yeah, man, singing and screaming is very hard. Yeah, just studio is another world, bro. So it's very important to get your artists to feel as comfortable as they did. Mm-hmm. So I recorded, I recorded. Um, my friend Dalton Owens helped me do the track, and so I had the song done. He just helped me change the beginning a little bit. My friend Eric Gampick, he uh, recorded the guitar for me because I'm not a recording artist. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I play, but like I didn't have that much confidence myself to record it so i had like i show him how it goes he's a very amazing guitarist yeah like he plays like stupid technical metal we used to play shows with together had him record it, the guitar and then um dalton bounced different ideas and like he made it like really big honestly like an alternative sounding song 
And at the end of the day, I was like, no, I'm not really going for that. Like, it was, it's great, but, like, I'm not trying to sound like the fray. Yeah. It was like, I'm a one person. Like, I'm, I don't want to be a band. Like, I want to ha- I'm going to have a live band one day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? One, I play my stuff live. But, like, and then he's like, oh, so you just want, like, a basic pop track. I was like, yeah, like, I like Charlie Puth, you know? And he's like, okay. Rewrote the track, pretty much scratched everything he did, and I felt bad. But then came a simple, great freaking track, dude. So dope. And so I took that. <clears throat> we messed with my vocals and stuff at his house and then I don't know I just got lazy got busy in life I hit Nick Schmidt up he used to be a, a recording producer oh, yeah. guy here love that guy he's so good dude. he wants to be my uh, my young Jamie when I move out to Dallas what do you mean like he wants to be like you, if you watch Rogan okay the guy who does all the the technical stuff, stuff but yeah the stuff behind the camera dude he's camera. so good dude he's so smart yeah and he's such a humble guy so I'll just be like look that up I love that guy look so much Jamie. man golly the stuff that's going on him man I pray and so he goes up. Good oh, yeah. that guy as much as I can. Absolutely. It's amazing. Please. Yeah. He's an awesome person. He is. But anyway, so I recorded my vocals with him and Jordi Lucero at uh, Animal Kingdom when they were doing stuff. Dope. And dude, I've never felt so comfortable in my entire life. And like, I don't know him super well. Mm-hmm. But enough, you know, go record. Some of my really great friends that we used to record Dust Alive we recorded an EP with one of my really good friends at his house that I've been to a million times. At Nick's house? No, it was that in the studio, but like I'm saying, like oh, okay. with Dust of Life, like I recorded a at his house in Lubbock oh, okay. and my friend Moses, and like I've had horrible, horrible studio sessions. Like, sorry, mm-hmm. but I I did, like horrible. Did not feel comfortable. Didn't like. We'll go to Nick's. You know, first time I've ever been to this dang studio. Him and Jordy made me feel so cool. Yeah, pumped me up. Like I practiced really, really hard. You know, I played the song a million, million, million times. Mm-hmm. I know the song. Like, so well, like, I recorded the song with no tr- no click track. Mm-hmm. And I'm used to that. But, I mean, I've played this track and sang it a million times. They were impressed, like, you didn't no click track. Like, and they were, like, so impressed on how well my notes hit. Like, without, he, you know, no, everyone auto-tunes, you know, to mm-hmm. make your stuff correction. But, like, we did the auto-correction. He's like, it barely even moved any of your stuff. That made me feel so good, bro. Like, the awesome. stuff that they yeah. do and say, and, like, I do something bad. And then, like, you know, they'll let me recorrect it if I like it more. I'm like, dude, I don't know, man. I've never had experience like that in a studio in a long time. Nice. That's so, cool. But I'm still Shout a perfectionist. Dude, for real. Nick and Jordy, really cool yeah. dudes. But Jordy's a great dude. Yeah, I'm a very perfectionist kind of person. So I'm, I'm, I sent David Escamilla my track. That's mm-hmm. why he was very interested in He's like, likes what I'm doing. And I'm like, I want to know if he's interested in, make, if he can make it better. You know what I mean? If we want to re- redo the track because I'm not against it. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know, I'm a perfectionist, and then I worry, I'm like, am I going to be able to do the same thing, yada, yada, but we're going to see how it goes. Nice. I might just put the song out, let him master it, and then just put it out. And then I have another song I'm working on. I'm, I am a very planned person, so mm-hmm. I have a vision for everything. I know exactly how I want the music video, the story to be for Kiss. And I have another song called Paradise that it sounds, it's very like Jason Derulo sounding. Fun. And so what I want to do, it's a very summer feeling song. I want to do a music video at Verdure at the the swimming pool out there, and I want to. I have friends. My friend Gunnar Rodowski is amazing. Works for this really amazing. Um, I know that guy too. You're, yeah. you're naming everybody I know. It's crazy. Okay, yeah, dude. he's a very <laughs> amazing video production person. Yeah. and has friends that the company he works for. Very amazing. If I can't hire them, I'll hire him. I don't mm-hmm. need that many people to do it. <clears throat> I want to talk to Verdure about doing music video out there. I'm pretty sure they would. I and my aunt, aunt, very complicated relationship whatever like family wise but my aunt is friends with the owners who own Verdure and a lot of those places out there mm-hmm. so I'm pretty sure I could get to talk to them and like I give them free advertisement in the music video like show that was at the end of the video Verdure whatever mm-hmm. but I want to do like a a drone you know 
out there, like scoping it. It's like a party outside. I mean, summertime, beach balls, yeah, playing nice. music, have a band out there. That's why I mainly want the music video to be. That's cool. Are you going to be like uh, in <clears> swimming <throat> trunks with a guitar? I, wouldn't be, I don't think I'd have a guitar, but yeah, swim trunks. Nice. I got to I gotta get in shape a little more, though. <laughs> yeah, I saw, you, I saw you post a six-pack. What? You posted a six I think Was it on Facebook? Oh, no, that was my goals, dude. That was yeah. my goals. Everybody's like... Well, I have a lot of people ask me, was that you? I was like, nah, first of all, I'm not that tan yet. <laughs> yet. I'm not. But I can. It takes me a while. Mm-hmm. But I was like, that's not me. But I am close. Nice. But I posted my, that's my four to six month goal. Four to mm-hmm. six month goal. I mainly need to like trim up, eat better. Like my waist is the main thing. My arms are almost literally already there. And my chest is about there. That's my four to six month goal. And then mm-hmm. I posted my year goal too. This guy I follow, Brent something fitness. And I literally do his workouts like every day. On Instagram, I'm like, what did he post today? And I'll do his workouts. Dope. That's cool. But, yeah, so I've got my goals for that, man. So I want to look a certain way for these music videos, man. And, like, you know, I want to model and act. Yeah. And so i got to get in shape. But, I mean, if you land the like, you land the role, you land the role whenever, mm-hmm. especially these big companies, Marvel, DC, whatever, like, they'll pay for all of that. They pay for all that. You know what I mean? Their fitness yeah, that's and getting crazy. into shape. It's crazy hearing about, like, people, like, gaining or losing weight for roles. Mm-hmm. Wild. It's freaking insane. Like um one of my favorite shows, The Witcher, bro. Love it so much. It's crazy that Henry Cravel he even says like he's in the best shape of his life he's ever been. And people are like, What about Superman? But he really mm-hmm. is bigger in The Witcher than he is in Superman. That guy's arms are freaking huge. Like three in my arms. How is The Witcher? Is that a great show? It's so good, bro. I need to get into that. I love it so much. I love all anything fantasy stuff like that, like Lord of the Rings, you know? Mm-hmm. Star Wars my number one, but like I love like like the witchcraft stuff like that. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. To an extent. And then, like, elves and all that. Bro, you ever seen Bright? No. Is that about elves? That's that's Lord of the Rings. Literally Lord of the Rings. As if Lord of the Rings was real and it was in the past. So imagine if, like, Lord of the Rings was real. Like, like, it was, like, a Renaissance mean? medieval era. Oh, and okay. then we age. And now, like, there's still orcs and elves living to this day with us. Mm. Blows my freaking mind. I was like, who thought of that? That's so dope. That's Bright? And it sounds so weird. Yeah, Bright. That's Will Smith. And this oh, guy that plays an orc. That's what that is. Dude, that movie is so dope. You need to watch I it. I see that the image of it on Netflix where it's like all the time. movies you should watch. And it's like, why is <laughs> Will Smith standing next to this blue cop monster man? Dude, it is so good, bro. <laughs> it is so. I want them to make another one so bad. I was like, who who came up with that? Let's do Lord of the Rings, but today. Is there, I'm like, is there like an orc hood? Or like an orc side of town? Yeah, like literally. <laughs> yeah, there's like an orc hood. And he lives like close to him. And like... There's, like, little fairies that are, like, in his house, like, flies. Mm-hmm. Get out of here, fairy. Like, That's funny. Dude, it's cool. And, like, so people give him a bunch of crap because uh, his, his partner is an orc. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of people like orcs because, you know, orcs are, like, practically evil. Do but they they're not. Like, they're living. Do they have, like, separate water fountains and stuff? Like, is it, like, hardcore <laughs> stuff like that? Kind of. Kind of. There's, like, orcs that are literally, like, in gangs and crap. Nice. Orc gangs. Dude, it's so. Orc prisons, man. Dude, it is so cool, though. Like, I was, like, I just think that that idea was so smart. Yeah. That's why I'm like, you cannot, cause, so that's not a remake. You know, they took a story and ran with it, mm-hmm. and, you know, they got the rights to do that. But it's like, why keep remaking all this stuff when you, there obviously is a way to come up with brand new ideas. Mm-hmm. People keep doing remakes, remake, remake yeah. this, live action this, live action that. Yeah, the live action's annoying. It's cool. It's really cool. But I it's fell like, asleep during it's Aladdin. It's oversaturated. Oh, my gosh. It was good. Will Smith did an amazing job, but you can't, well, you can't beat. Will Smith was the only character that I didn't hate in the new Aladdin. For real, bro. They were, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jafar was not great. He was not. 
I like the girl who played Jasmine. That's a girl from the Power Rangers movie. That's oh, wow. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't realize that, no. I thought Aladdin was really good. but I, I didn't even finish it. Me, me and Skylar were you. like in in Denver and we didn't have anything to do. So and sense. I was like, let's go watch John Wick 3. But neither one of us had seen John Wick 1 or 2. Oh, bro. Yeah. And I, I was, wouldn't have been mad if you did that. that it wouldn't is have been so mad good. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you regretted that now, huh? Dude. <laughs> Definitely. That is another thing. John Wick, bro. I love those movies so much, but there's a part of me that like, hates it because like, it is literally like, like when it starts. Like Now they've opened up this whole new storyline. Mm-hmm. Like crazy. But when you just look at it, you're like, this is the dumbest freaking storyline. Yeah, the storyline like, is very <laughs> average. So stupid. Like, I'm sorry. Like, mm-hmm. my wife died. You killed my dog. Now I'm just going to freaking fuck up everybody. Yeah. It's dope. Like, it's literally Keanu Reeves would do this. Mm-hmm. And he is such a nice person, bro. He's like the nicest person on this freaking earth. But I feel like if you literally did that, like the, the lady he's dating now, if, if she died and left him a dog, and some dudes tried to fuck with Keanu Reeves and killed his dog. <laughs> yeah, I think he it. would literally do this and could achieve it. Because and the have cops you, wouldn't even be mad. No, for real. They're like we saw the movies. They wouldn't mess with him. You're good. Dude, have you watched him when he did those, the training? Yeah. The obstacle I saw, shooting? I saw those videos. It's all on point. I'm like, in the movie, those guys would really be dead if those weren't blanks. Like, there's some of the part, like in, in number two, two or three. He I'm accidentally like, kills a guy? Oh, no, no. <laughs> Oops. That would, I feel like the guy wouldn't even be mad. <laughs> but no, there's like parts you're like, okay, like that didn't look that real. Or like they mm-hmm. let him like keep going. I'm like, I feel like they just have that much mad respect for John Wick for who he is. To mm-hmm. be like, well, let's keep fighting. But, and I love it. I'll, I'll, I'm bittersweet about everything. But like, I like to see both sides of everything. I'm like, is it John Wick 2? I feel like the whole movie, him and um, Common are just putting each other in arm bars. Common's like, in it? Yeah, Common's See, in it. Man. I just barely watched John Wick 1. Yeah, Common's in the next one. <laughs> Gotta get to 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. They're dope. Halle Berry's in the third one. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Do they just kill a new dog in every episode? Dude, or every, every movie? Why <laughs> just, I got a brand new puppy. No! <laughs> oh, you, oh, yeah, I forgot you haven't seen it. Well, she has... Third one's a hamster. She has two <laughs> dogs. She has like two or three dogs. Like German Shepherds? Yeah. Did you know that? No. She's like... Like train dogs, you know, mm-hmm. and like bite people, you know, fight them and shit. So they like, stole whatever. my lizard. <laughs> Just keep going down. My best friend Halle Berry. <laughs> they stole my lizard. Bo, but like one of the most iconic parts I feel like in that movie though is like when he's like, "You don't want me owing you." I was like, "Oh shit!" And then he's like, "Well, he t-, and I love how there's like that dude. That's in the second one, but the guy who's like." The uh, the manager, you know, of the hotel, whatever, mm-hmm. has a big hand and a lot of stuff's going on. But he's like, I told you, <laughs> I told you not to mess with him. Like, I don't know what to tell you. He's John Wick. Like, I told you not to mess with him. They say that he the, did. the he very did beginning of the first one. But they say it's that like, a lot. Like, you killed John Wick's dog, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was like, dude, I think like the first five thing, minutes inside joke of like a lot of my friends that seen that movie is like. A fucking pencil. <laughs> I was like, a fucking pencil. <laughs> it was like, uh, and number two, dude, just wait till number two when mm-hmm. his he goes to kill, he gets his car back. Oh, that Mustang is so dope, bro. I want that mock so bad. Yeah, that's the thing too. When they <sighs> they jacked his ride, he got like an equally badass car. Is this sad that? <laughs> oh my gosh, no, equally that Charger. Man, I don't know. I'm a Mustang guy, honestly, but. Is it sad that I was more mad about the car than I was the dog? 
No, that cars mock. are expensive. <laughs> dog was a gift. No, for real. <laughs> that pit boy has none of those dope. He's so smart. He was a good dog. The guy who watches them. I was like, did he just sit there the whole time? Like, like no, we don't have housing. But I personally will watch him for you. Yeah, that movie's that movie's wild. That guy is really dope, by the way. He's a badass. Which one? I'm giving you a heads up right now. The the bell tenant guy, like the the office, the front desk dude. The oh, okay. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a badass. I could. I felt like he was. <laughs> like He's, secretly. He had some badass vibes about him. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Those movies are dope, though. The most simplistic storyline they started with, and then they kind of ran with it. They opened mm-hmm. up a whole can of worms though with that whole, the whole organization or whatever. Nice. It kind of reminded me. Have you seen Boondock Saints? Yeah. It seemed like a more like that. more intense version, I guess. But yeah, I can see that. Have you ever watched Boondocks? Yeah. <laughs> love that show. It's amazing. It's the N-word like every third word. <laughs> I love that show so much. They had it's an so R. Kelly episode. Funny. Oh, my amazing. gosh, yes. That episode is so great. They had a Tyler Perry episode. They have a lot. They did a lot of great things. <laughs> the guy who played the, isn't it the, the grandpa? He died. Yeah. That's so sad, man. It is sad. I loved that show so much. It was so freaking funny. Yeah, and he was... I love how it was part anime. Like how those kids just somehow knew how to be like the best martial artist in the entire world. Yeah, Huey. The the dodge... Was it dodgeball? The kickball episode. That one's freaking hilarious. (laughs) There's a a gif that's floating around on the internet where there's like a dude that's beating up one of the kids. And it's exactly the same fight sequence whenever Orochimaru's beating up Sasuke. Really? In Naruto. Yeah, it's wow. so funny. All the same hits. It's only like, like, I don't know, like five, ten seconds long. But it's like, and it's the exact same. I was like, what the heck? Yeah, the the action in there is pretty cool. I like how they it's do that. It's so dope. <laughs> and then, uh, what is it, Uncle Ruckus? The oh, guy yeah. who thinks he's white and hates all black people. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is that crazy? Yeah? It's, it's like so racist, <clears throat> but it's hilarious. It is. But, I mean, that's, yeah. dude. You can't, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, yes, racism is real. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that. But you can't let it happen, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain that. But it's like, I don't get people that, you know, you're, you're a comedian. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't learn to laugh at yourself, like, what the frick are you doing in life? It's like, a good question. Just being a freaking titty baby. Everyone should be able to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't give a, I don't be able, I don't care. Like, you make whatever jokes you want. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a Christian. Like, freaking Skyler makes jokes about Jesus and crap all the time. Mm-hmm. That's the funniest crap ever. <laughs> like, it's literally the funniest crap. Like, I make fun of him all the time. Like, he knows my brother, so he'll pick me out of a crowd sometimes when I go see him, and it's great. I love oh, it. That's cool. I don't care. It's funny. Like, that's life. I'm like, you can call me a blonde-haired, blue-eyed bitch. Like, I'm just going to laugh. Like, that going to hurt my feelings. But, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, in my head, you know, racism is not real, you know, yeah. to me. But, like, I don't portray that. Like, like skin isn't isn't a race. Like, yeah. there's only one race. It's a human race. Mm-hmm. That's For how sure. I see it. Like, literally... I don't, it's so stupid and it's, I think it's so s- cliche and stupid white of me to stay but like literally almost all of my friends are black mm-hmm. so like I don't even see it that way I don't know what it is but like my my best friend is Tony Sims mm-hmm. literally is my best friend and so like I don't know man I get so like so when stuff like that happens I get very heated mm-hmm. when someone tries to make racism a thing oh yeah you know what I mean if that stuff like that happens I get very very personal about that so because some of my best friends are mm-hmm. are black and so like and that becomes a deal, I get really mad. I think that, that is a very th- close thing to my heart. That is a, mm-hmm. a big deal to me. That and, like, sexual abuse. Yeah. I don't know why. Just from experience and things in life. Yeah, I feel that. 
and then I guess alcohol abuse. Some people abuse that, like, because I've seen people just like get hurt and abuse things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's so very personal to me. That and I those, just, all those things are really common. Like sexual abuse, I didn't realize like how many women had been like abused and men. How about yeah, that? Women too. I mean, and men uh, too. House, yeah, and house household things like um. I've had friends, bro, because, like, it's a very weird thing. You know, there's people that are, like, in girls. They say it. I think a lot of times BS. They'd be like, if a guy, uh, or if I ever, like, hit a guy or, like, talked crap or whatever, I wouldn't, I'd expect him to hit me or slap me. I was like, no, you wouldn't. Because <laughs> it's just a, even with the things going on nowadays, you know what I mean, with the LGBT community and, like, trans and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I just, and uh, everyone's going to do whatever they want. I'm, I, I love everybody. And, like, everyone has their choice to do whatever they want. Like, it's free will in life. But there's still a genetic thing with, like, most men are, you know what I mean? You're a big dude. Most men are still more physically Whoa, able. Whoa, cross the line. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> like, most men are able to apprehend a woman. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's, yeah. It's just the way it is. So, <clears throat> but what I was going to say is, but I've had literally a handful of friends that have had problems with their household where their wives would hit them. And they're like, I'm not going to hit her back. Like, yeah. that, that's not me. That's crazy. Like, dude, seriously. Like, I've had a friend, like, his wife would be him. And, like, he wouldn't do anything about it. It's so sad. That's a weird, awkward situation. So. Yeah. I take those things to heart, man. Those things are, those are weird, hard situations. That's tough. And it's just because you know you're not going to get hit back. They know there's no repercussions. Yeah. That, so, I feel like they abuse that. Definitely. So, there's that, that, uh. That mental abuse and there's that's a lot of things, a lot of problems there. And yeah. when you have kids, it makes it a lot harder too. Yeah, and you can't win that situation. So where it's like you either hit her and then like, oh, you're a woman beater, or mm-hmm. and you, you know you're a giant puss for getting beat by your wife. There there's you go. Not a, <laughs> there's not yeah, and that's a tough thing to talk to your friends yeah. about too. Definitely. And your family. And then there's that thing of like, who's gonna believe me if that's real? Mm-hmm. Or are they gonna believe me? Or are they gonna believe the woman? Yeah. I mean, just gonna laugh at you if you said your woman beat your ass. It's a tough situation in life. And then when the when the aspect of whenever all those things intertwine, racism, Mm -hmm. drug, alcohol abuse, and um, sexual abuse, yeah, and or just household like, yeah, someone, man, it makes it so much more difficult. Definitely, alcohol makes everything a little bit worse. (laughs) I'm I'm one of those people is. I don't per- I don't personally condone in it, but it's like I'm not completely against it. Mm-hmm. But I believe if you aren't able to control yourself, because I, I, f- I think it's a privilege, especially alcohol. It's a privilege. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why there's limits on everything. There's a reason why there's rules in this life mm-hmm. because we, we have to have them. We have to have rules and restrictions to, to run as a, as, a, as a world, just like as humans. But if you can't hold your liquor, you can't be a responsible adult, and all you do is just get messed up all the freaking time. Mm-hmm. Like you don't deserve it. Like yeah, that should be something. It should be a reward. It should be a privilege. It should it's be a able good to, be way to, to feel it. good. You know I what agree. Mean? Yeah. So, I love uh, I love beer, but I don't um, uh, I don't like binge drink. Like I'll have like yeah. two beers <laughs> at a time and just relax. You know, have a good time with it. I did party a lot before, but mm-hmm. like I feel like I'm already like over that phase of my life. I feel like that happens a lot. People that have yeah. phases and stuff, but. I understand. But yeah, I have a lot, I have a lot of friends who are just like getting shit faced. That's all they do all the time. Yeah, on like a Tuesday night, I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> I just feel like there's so many other things in life you could be doing. You'd be yeah, absolutely doing with your time. It's like, weird that, especially whenever they people, because 
the same thing, the similar things that intertwine are the kinds of people that do that stuff and then complain about their lives and where they're at. In mm-hmm. life. Yeah, absolutely. So or like, they well, don't know why they like, look in the mirror and take a look at an out, outward aspect in your life. They don't know why they're depressed. You know, you it's like, cause you drink too much. The, look <laughs> you at your, look you at your situation outside. you're in. <laughs> for real. No, for real. Yeah, man. I'm absolutely. like, I don't know, man. I don't have cable. I don't, I don't have internet at my mm-hmm. house. I literally have my phone. Mm-hmm. Yes, it might be glued to too much glued to it at times and stuff. Like literally, all I do is work and hang out with my girlfriend. Like, and then I try to write music and stuff. Right <laughs> now, it works so dang much, man. But like, that's what I'm doing is trying to save money to pursue my dreams. Mm-hmm. So I, one day, I don't have to do this and work for another company. Absolutely. Like, what? What? So I could either be working. I mean, that's that's not a bad addiction to have. I mean, it can be if you're not hanging out with your family and you know. Mm-hmm. Balance in life with everything is always important, no matter what. Definitely. But, like, I could be working and then just going home and just getting messed up or going to the bars all the time is wasting my money. Absolutely. It's a lot of money, too. Or I could be getting ahead on bills and pursuing my dreams, mm-hmm. you know? It's just all about how. So, I'm like, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. If that's what you find, personally, I think that's stupid. <laughs> but that yeah. finds you joy in life, which I don't find could ever be productive. Cause no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> people say, yeah, the truth comes out when you do alcohol and and stuff like that when you drink and stuff but it, there's a lot of bad things that happen to it that's the reason why you're not allowed to drink and drive yeah it's like the but I don't know man like like I said those things intertwine people I might not do stuff like that but I will say everybody has their at least has at least their one thing mm-hmm. so I'm not a perfect person that's cliche so I'm th- say to thing to say but I'm not perfect I'm not there's things I struggle with in life mm-hmm yeah, I mean, everybody does. Al- alcohol is one of those weird things because it's, like, so socially acceptable. It is. And it's promoted and yeah. commercialized. But yeah. it's, like... And I get very big, weird looks. It's a bad It's a bad drug. Like, you don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, it is. It's it's yeah. hard because it is so commercialized. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And so, marijuana is getting that way now, too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And it's just, just as bad imperative sometimes... People yeah, can agree I mean, or disagree, but you can definitely abuse it. It can definitely affect your daily life. Yes, because I know people that smoke, but they, so there's some people that cannot function if mm-hmm. they do not. Yeah, your your brain or stops. Or if they just don't have it on hand. Your brain stops making its own cannabis, and then you're just if you're not on it, you're stressed. Same thing with alcohol. I know, I know people that stay there. It's like they cannot they cannot function if they don't have a drink. Yeah, they'll start shaking. Sad. It's crazy, especially to see people in their twenties, and you're just like, dude, that, that's the worst. Like, I'm like, you should be doing so many other things in your life right now. Yeah, this is the prime of your life. I think it's a big problem with uh, partying in college people nowadays. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, definitely. That was like the whole thing about college. It was like, let's go get yeah. shit-faced all mm-hmm. day. We got to start drinking. It's 1 p.m. <laughs> you, have a lot of, you have a lot of college dropouts because of it, though. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, a lot of people like mommy and daddy pay for their college. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything with it. That's the thing, like if getting free college. Like, how many people are going to go to free college and drop out in three months? I cannot <laughs> imagine, bro. Like, so it's a, that's another thing. Like, you can look at both sides. Like, if you got free college, like, well, I'm getting it for free, so mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to do it. And there's other people like, well, I'm paying for it, so I'm definitely going to do it. So that's mm-hmm. the way you look at it. But I'm just like, if I had a full ride somewhere, and, you know, if I had, you know, if I was well, if, you know, got lucky and born into a family, you know, was wealthy, mm-hmm. pay for my college, I definitely would not blow it. No, I don't definitely know. not. <clears throat> and, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't really regret a lot of things, you mm-hmm. know, where I was at in life because I had fun when I was in high school, you know, yeah. playing a band all through high school and I did martial arts and I did art all four years and digital graphics. So what type of belt you got? I mean, I don't like to talk about it, but <laughs> I'm one, but I'm a black belt. One below. 
Nice. I brown. Was to, no. Right? No. Well, it's technically it's red with black tip. Everybody does oh, different okay. stuff. So I was in Taekwondo. Nice. And then I learned, uh, I did jujitsu and a little bit of Muay Thai. And stuff That's like awesome. That. So very well-rounded. I love it. That's, you know, I mean, I always said like if I wasn't successful in, in uh, music that I'd go to the UFC. Straight up would be. Because I know Cody Fister and then do you know Cody King? No, I've met Cody Fister though. <clears throat> He's a really cool dude. But um, I used to do Muay Thai with Cody King and then like I used to work with him at Texas T and Austin Riggin. And they I know Austin Riggin. Austin Riggin. Such a cool dude, man. Yeah, he's super Humble chill. Guy. I graduated with his little sister. Really? Yeah. So he's an amazing, amazing martial artist. But he started his own gym in Canyon called The Grind. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where I like anybody who wants to learn or jiu-jitsu or any kind of martial arts, I always send them there because that's the best place. Yeah, I want to learn some jiu-jitsu. Where'd you do uh, Taekwondo at? At school, at Emory High. Oh, nice. It was through the MAC. That's cool. Solicitor. And so, but man, I, I loved it, man. First period, I got to beat up my friends for fun every morning. Like, <laughs> take a nap on the mats and then get called <laughs> to the office. Taylor, why weren't you in first period? I was like, I was. What are you talking about? Like, well, the roll call says you weren't. I'm like, it happened all the time, bro. Because we freaking out late playing shows. Yeah. Go to Denny's while I hop at freaking 2, 3 in the morning. Be at school really freaking more early in the morning. You know, be up late yeah. all the time. Be at school in the morning. Run us into school. Fall asleep on the mat. Like call and roll. And it was like. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. It was fun though, man. We did everything. We did jujitsu in there too. We had people come and teach us from like. Edgar Santos. He was like a. uh, A professional Brazilian jujitsu guy. And he's from Brazil. So. And then uh, my best friend at the time. Dalton Davis. His dad. In the summers. And sometimes during the school year. He owned a little MMA gym. And his dad used to be like a amateur shoot boxer so and his dad was so smart wow. he's kind of a jerk but he was so smart bro he just make up new moves and show us all kinds of cool stuff like mm-hmm. not just like arm bars and stuff but like elbow and knee crushes all kinds of cool stuff really taught me how to be a, a a natural martial artist like how to find new ways and different things like that and mm-hmm. like i don't know different movies like kind of show me stuff too it's kind of stupid you know very hollywood but like the movie uh never back down like kind of gave me a lot of gumption but I like that movie a lot. It's that was cool. dope. I like I like cheesy movies like that. Just yeah. have like simple plots. Always have like a little love story in there. But I don't know. I'm There's always that guy. scene, like where you're just building up to the main fight, mm-hmm. that Rocky moment. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh dude, when he puts his dad shirt on, he walks in there. That Mustang he drives. Like I said, that Mustang. That's mm-hmm. my my that's my favorite car. Uh, 1967 Shelby GT500. Mm-hmm. Eleanor from Gone in 60 Seconds. I hear good things about Shelby. Dude. He was a he was a guy. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Did some Shelby stuff. I'm kind of a movie car guy though. Nice. Like I know like exactly every like I want an RX8. I like to drift. I used to have a Ford Focus and I drifted in the mall parking lot when I used to work there. Really, that's cool. When it rain a little bit, it's kind of saved my mm-hmm. tires. But it wasn't anything crazy. But I want to get better at it. You excited about that new Furious Nine movie? No. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> oh my gosh. My favorite movie was Tokyo Drift. It was so dope. Because it, mm-hmm. it was the most different out of all of them. And it was actually about racing to yeah, an extent. Yeah, that's true. The first two pretty much were. And then after that, everything's out the window. Yeah, everything after three was just, just like. stupid like crap. Just, I mean, they literally. Yeah. What is it? Um, what is that last movie that came out? It's in the Furious universe now. They have their own universe. It was nothing about cars. Yeah, I don't know. It was a. Uh, Fast and Furious 8. 8 Fast. 8 Furious. I don't know. No, it was. 8 a, a lot. Something Hutch. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. The Rock and. Uh, what's his name? I don't we're fighting I know um, what you're talking about I didn't even know it was related to that yes it was the the rock and the transporter guy yeah Jet Chilios <laughs> yeah 
And then they fight. Um. Oh my gosh, he's one of my favorite actors. Why did I just leave his? Forget his name. John Cena. No, he played in Pacific Rim. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I don't know. I gotta look up this Hutch movie. No, that's not it. The Rock. I don't know. That's not it. Put The Rock. I feel like it's a a, a William. (laughs) (laughs) The Rock. uh, I don't know. The Rock fast movie. Jason Statham in The Rock. Put that. Yeah, Jason Statham. That's his name. But not I'm the s- transporter. I'm s- I'm s- but I can't remember the other guy's move. Uh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. They fight Idris Elba. He's like Hobbs a- and Shaw. We were off. Hobbs and Wow. Holy cannolis. We were gonna watch this. But like golly, Matt and Taylor are so freaking <laughs> stupid. Yeah, it's literally about them two teaming up because supposedly is it. The Rock doesn't like um, Vin Diesel at all, so he doesn't mm-hmm. really want to do any moves with him. But him and them two get along a lot. They have a very, like, Kevin Hart and Real Rock relationship where they talk oh, a lot cool. of bad smack to each other. But uh, them two team up. They're, you know, the characters don't really like each other. They team up, and they're fighting Idris Elba, who's, like, this, like, not bionic, but, like, you know, partially enhanced guy. Mm-hmm. And like then Idris that's, like, Elba. pretty much the same thing in the new Fast movie, except for John Cena is... <laughs> is he a big then, Russian? No, John Diesel... Uh, Vin Diesel's... Um, brother, and they look nothing alike. John Cena yeah. and Vin Diesel are brothers. I'm like, what the <laughs> flip? That's funny. They will try and make people believe anything. Yeah, I just saw that scene where like uh, Vin Diesel's in the car and he's like shooting out a line and like, oh my gosh, he catches like the rope like, or the line like, or whatever. He's with like the rock climbing with a vehicle. I don't know what he's doing. Pretty much. <laughs> I was like, this is some like freaking. Uh, what is that video game where you build stuff? Build stuff game you like shoot people and build stuff it's like super huge it's like a Fortnite kind of crap oh Minecraft, car. right For, Fortnite. no oh Fortnite. never mind my bad but yeah I, <laughs> I see where your mind went <sighs> yeah, bro, i want to be an actor i really do nice i think what made me want to be an actor more than anything was the marvel cinematic movies after you know 10 years of build-up bro there will never be a movie like endgame ever again i don't care who you are that'd be probably wrong. fair yeah but dude 10 years of build-up with, like, the original, yeah. quote-unquote. They like, tried to do that with Transformers, but I didn't really care. So <laughs> It was really dope, but, like, we got so used to um, Shia LaBeouf mm-hmm. and Megan Fox. Yeah. And, like, the third one was all right with the that Australian girl. But, like, Shia LaBeouf, bro, he made those movies. That, I was bored His weird, awkward screaming. One. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> but that Bumblebee movie was dope. I didn't see that one. With that pop. Do you need to watch that? It is it's so just, sick. I just, I can't, I feel like I can't connect with robots, so it's like I don't care. Like, I'd kill all the good ones. It Elon won't make Musk a difference. probably loves all of them. He probably does. He's probably in love with them, yeah. Uh, probably dreams about them. But yeah, dude, I don't know, after the after the uh, Marvel cinematic movies, I was like, I really, because those are some of my favorite things. Spider-Man, I would, I would crap my pants if someone was like, Taylor, you want to be the next Spider-Man? And I'd get so much crap, you know, because there's been a million of them. Mm-hmm. But I'd, I'd definitely put my heart and soul into it because I freaking love Spider-Man so much. Nice. But I thought about it, and I was like, there is a way for me to play a Spider-Man, and it'd make a lot of sense with it to go with everything. The cartoon, Into the Spider-Verse. No, I want to be a live action. (laughs) I mean, that'd be dope. But what that kind of did think of is, you know, in in Into the Spider-Verse where he's blonde, and he's like, perfect or whatever Mm -hmm. in that one universe. Um, One of my favorite Spider-Men is um, Crap. I just lost my train of thought. The Crap Spider-Man. 
and we're on the freaking podcast. Are we talking about Into the Spider Verse? No. No. Oh. It's a different. It's a different Spider Man. Like a Spider Man who has like a different suit. Yeah. Is he a futuristic? Yes, ish. Not 2099. Oh. He's a Scarlet Spider. I think I've heard of that one. But um, he's technically a clone of Peter Parker, but he's blonde. He's freaking dope. But I was like, that would be a way for me to play him. Cause, you know, I'm blonde. I mean, I wouldn't care to do. I'd do literally anything to play him. But um, I have to find a freaking picture. This is driving me insane. Are you looking for Scarlet Spider? Yeah. Well, it's on my phone. I got him pulled <laughs> so. up. He wears a hoodie. Yeah. Ben Riley. Oh, yeah. You could be him. Yeah, dude. So he's pretty dope. His suit's sick. Nice. This one's cool. So can you... Um, but I thought that would be cool so I could be like the Ben Riley. Mm-hmm. Can you Spider-Man. find movie auditions? Be Peter Parker. In like this area where they're like, hey, we're shooting a movie in LA. We're just going around Texas. Does, that, is that, does that happen? So. Oh, okay. um, I had a friend that told me they do a lot of stuff in New Mexico nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, like Breaking Bad and stuff like that. Yeah, I like saw that, that. that movie, The they Mule, do a lot of stuff. Wood. Yeah, they do a lot of stuff in that area. Mm-hmm. I guess because like, there's not a lot of people live there and they have a lot of cool like buildings where they do like old stuff. Yeah, Dude, we have a lot of stuff like that in Amarillo that people could shoot. So when I was in Diane Dick, like that's what the photographer was telling us. Like, do you have so many buildings and like lighting and like we shot one of my some of my uh, pictures by this railway. This is like random, mm-hmm. <sighs> kind of like off of Washington. And like you'd have to like go find it. Like, wow, this is cool. And like the lighting and stuff at the right time, of course, makes everything look dope. Yeah. And there's buildings, you know. We have like abandoned buildings and stuff. Like you could do we all have kinds a ton of, of stuff. abandoned buildings. And Emerald's not big. So you could do all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. But there's stuff like that in New Mexico. My friend was like, yeah, just go do auditions in New Mexico. They do stuff there. And I was like, but yeah, I want to go to LA and just go, just keep doing auditions. You never know. If you yeah, it's get true. something. But yeah, man, I want to act. I want to be able to one day play Spider-Man. I'd like to play like a leading role in a Star Wars movie. Like those are two big goals. But social media and technology and just Hollywood, everything moves so fast. Yeah, it does. So fast. So Absolutely. if you're not on it and doing it now, like... You could lose it just so quick. Like, there's no chance. Yeah. And you, you pretty much got to be really good at marketing yourself. You do. You do. And I, I am to an extent. I've been lazy lately because I don't have any content. Mm-hmm. So I don't have anything out. People are like, you don't you don't put anything out? Too? I was like, you understand I'm a person too, right? Like, I'm mm-hmm. not perfect. I got to work. Got stuff like, to do. I have to live. Like, literally, bro. Like, right now, I'm, I'll be honest. I don't have a car. Mm-hmm. Like, my car broke down, and I, just, I let it go. I was like, y'all need to keep my car. You can just take the car because it, the engine blew on it. Mm-hmm. It was a freak accident. It made no sense. And and the company, the or the bank I was buying it from, the company, the dealership, kind of screwed me over on it. But I was like, hey, um, not have a place to live or not have a car. So mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'll walk to work. Yeah. Suck it up. I'm like, I don't, I don't complain about my life, man. Like, I don't care. And, like, people give me props sometimes. Like, Taylor, like, dang, I'll give you props for, like, walking to work and stuff. Like, yeah, sometimes I Uber and I don't want to walk. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that, but it's like that's just life, man. You just do what you gotta do. Like definitely. So I was literally behind on bills for like four to six months, man. I was paying my rent was like uh six six sixty five for like a thousand square feet townhome. It's mm-hmm. not bad, but the apartments I live in are like eh, they're bittersweet. Yeah. Like they're kinda crappy, but yet they're nice, you know, for the price. But man, I was paying anywhere from six twenty five to six sixty five a month. Mm-hmm. But then with all those late fees, man, when I got behind I was paying anywhere from eight twenty five to eleven hundred dollars. Oh, that's rough, man. And that's one one paycheck just poof, gone. Yeah. It's hard. It was so hard to get caught up, dude. I was stressing so hard. Mm-hmm. No food to eat at my house. Like, dude, I was just living off nothing, scraps. Yeah. And then perks whenever I started working at Roses. <laughs> I'm a manager there, so I get free food. Mm-hmm. So it's it's sad whenever I was like, I'm looking forward to working because I can eat. Yeah. It's 
yeah dude like i'm not complaining at all like i'm i'm blessed and i'm happy where i'm at in life and like i work hard mm-hmm. to be like i'm a very selfish selfless person if that makes sense like i want to be able to do everything on my own i don't want anybody's help yeah like in the end of the day even like being an artist i would i'd I'd love to be signed a big label, but at the end of the day, like you don't make as much money at the same time. Like mm-hmm. they pretty much own you. Definitely. Like when you know what a Dater member is. Mm-hmm. So they fought and fought and fought for years to get off of Victory Records. They still make money off of some of their old albums and much of their merch. Wow. When they finally their first album was Common Courtesy. That album is freaking amazing. One of the best albums I've ever heard in my life. That's the first album they had as an independent band. Now they make more money more than anybody ever. They're best friends with one of my favorite bands, Wage War from Florida. They're freaking amazing. If you haven't heard of them, you need to check them out. Wage War. They're so dope. Yeah, I talk to their guitarists all the time. Anyways. Yeah, man, being independent artist is how you make more money than anybody Mm because you're not owned by any other label or anything. They're not giving you money. So a record label is like a a glorified bank. Mm -hmm. So they give you so much money to put out your product. And you have to, you know, pretty much pay them back for it. You know, you have to make so much money. Yeah. So, but they own all your stuff. Yeah, it sounds like it sucks. They own you. It's like an enslavement almost, bro. It's terrible. So. And they take a big portion. They do. They take a huge portion. Like you might make millions of dollars, but there's big, big lawsuits on the back. The same dude owned Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, which I didn't know for years, which makes sense. But he literally excuse my French, raped those dudes of money, bro. <laughs> Straight up. I was, there's a new, uh, uh, shoot, biography, um, mm-hmm. whatever it's called, video. Documentary. Documentary on those guys <laughs> of, of what they went through. They would say that like at the end of the day, like they'd get home, you know, they're wearing nice clothes and stuff. They're on tour. They're getting fed. Cool. Because they're out touring. It's like when I was talking mm-hmm. about working, going looking forward to work because you know, I'm getting paid and I'm, or, I have a, I'm doing something and I'm getting fed. They'd get off tour and they'd go home. And he said, I look at my paycheck and I'm getting paid minimum wage. Really? Yeah. Wow. Isn't that insane? That is that insane. That dude owned them. Literally, bro. Owned those guys. And they did they sue him? I think they so. They got money? I haven't watched the- That's uh, crazy. Yeah, dude, that's insane. I can't so imagine So I worry about that. crap like that all the time. I've, I've gone through stuff like that with possible um, record labels. You never want to sign to a small record label, ever. Mm. They will- rape you of money they'll take everything you've got because they just they don't have that much money you know they want more from you yeah and they don't have they don't have a lot to give you to an extent and a lot of them don't know how to promote well because they're not big obviously so i don't know Mm -hmm. and then you do never you never want to sign a big contract this the biggest contract you want to sign is like maybe a two-year because when you think about it most artists who are frequent they put out music every two years. To an extent, mm-hmm. you might see it like you know, 2016, 2017, but to an extent, it's every two years. Every two years, yeah, makes sense. So what if you like? I want to do a different idea. I want to do a com- I want to do country now. You know what I mean? I changed my mind. Well, I'm stuck in a contract. They don't want to hear country from me. I'm on Atlanta Records. They want me yeah. to put out an R&B record. So these contracts seem weird. Cause or you just don't. Like, they're kind of telling you what to do, right? Exactly. Like, For an, to an extent, it depends on what you sign. You need to do this event. Mm-hmm. You need to do that event. Your number one thing you want to do is get your own lawyer mm-hmm. to go through your whole contract and everything with your record label. But yeah, dude, it's it's a scary thing. I've been burned from studios, mm-hmm. from old bands, studios that have screwed us over with money. You know, they didn't get all of our studio time. We paid them big bucks straight up. Do they ever try to like like change your music? No, I haven't had that happen That's good. yet which I will know or I won't do that. I'm not going to say I wouldn't sell out, if that makes sense. Yeah. I won't completely. But, like, if someone's going to pay me a good amount of money, you know what I mean? Like, 
Taylor, cut all of your long hair off that you spent two years going out to play this role for Spider-Man Ben Riley. I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to make me as play one of my favorite characters. What yeah, if they'll give you millions, but you have to do like commercial jingles? I don't know, man. Would you be down? Maybe. <laughs> I'd <pay for> Probably. <laughs> I'm not going to say money's everything. Yeah. There are certain things, you know, personally that I don't always want to talk about but like i have my own morals and standards and beliefs mm -hmm. that i i probably wouldn't do and i might get bashed on social media for or whatever but i'm just like everybody has their own personal beliefs and morals you know what i for mean sure. so you got to think about that everybody are people and they have their own stuff whether they grew up with them or, or not or they believe in themselves so there yeah there's things that i wouldn't do and mm -hmm. or maybe play so but i feel like everybody would have that definitely so well most people some people just will do whatever you tell them to do pretty much for money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're closing in on two hours. It's been Dang, a great man. conversation. I didn't think it was going to be this long. That's yeah, dope, though. I didn't either. I mean, I never really plan it. Sometimes it just goes. What about you? Can I ask you? Yeah, ask me stuff. What's up? Uh, what do you, what do you, like, what are your hopes and dreams? I know you're a comedian and this, I didn't even know really. I, you told me or I've heard that you did a podcast. I might have seen something on Facebook. Well, I don't do a podcast anymore. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's my radio show. Um, no, uh, my goals, dreams, aspirations. Like more than anything, would you like want to be a, a famous comedian? Would that is that like a thing? I don't need to be a famous comedian. I want to be a comedian, just a full time comedian where I don't have to um, have a job aside from yeah, stand up yeah. comedy. Yeah. So you feel me on that? Like you yeah. don't really care about the to, fame, but I want you to be want a professional to, comedian. Yeah, you want to be able to stay afloat doing your passion. Yeah, and I if I want that. to make more money. Then I'll just go, oh, well, I'm going to book four more shows this month. And I'll be able to splurge and buy a new car or something. Okay, you know? so something I guess like I guess I need to correct myself. So I do care about the fame yeah. to an extent because I'm a very driven person. So I'm always, like I told you, I want to be the best person I can be. Mm -hmm. So it's like I think of it as like a sport. Like how we were talking about before a podcast, when we used to have friendly competition within metal bands. Yeah. So that is me. I do. I would really like... To an extent, you know, the music and pop industry is very, I feel like it's very corrupt. Same thing with like Oscar and stuff like that. Because yes. it's ran by a committee of people. Most industries. Yeah. <laughs> but to an extent, I do want to be that person. I want to be the best. I yeah, do. Absolutely. I really do. Because I do care about that stuff. Mm -hmm. But to an extent, music is an opinion. Mm -hmm. and the, you know what I mean? So entertainment business. Yeah. It doesn't matter even it how doesn't. good you get. Because everyone's going to be like, oh, that dude's trash. Stupid. It's a stupid. <laughs> Beatles are I don't trash. Care how, yeah, exactly. And it's always an opinion. So yeah. I want to be the best person and musician I can be, period, no matter what I'm playing. And I, and I always, I do. I always want to, I do want to go back to rock and metal. Mm -hmm. Especially if like, say if I got as big as Justin Bieber. Taylor would, uh, people would freak the heck out if I went and started playing metal again. That'd be awesome. It'd be so dope. I'd and be, I wouldn't give two craps. I'd like Bieber a lot more if he was doing metal right now. Dude. Maybe. And then, and you I know, pe people went crazy whenever they, you know, the guy from Panic at the Disco, Brandon Urie, you know, started doing that. He said, like, he came out with a metal song or whatever. Because he likes it, too. That guy has an awesome voice. He does. I don't, I don't um, like his business aspects. So their mm -hmm. band broke up. So mm -hmm. he's the only one in his band. But it's not even a band anymore. I'm like, why don't you just go as Brandon Urie now? You're literally like one of the most famous musicians on this planet now. You yeah. have a song with Taylor Swift, bro. I'm like... I'm just that kind of person. Al City was Al City. Like, he did it all himself. But whenever you're a band and you broke up and they're mad at him, mm -hmm. like, dude, just go by yourself. Like, goes your name. Like, yeah. you don't have anything to gain or anything from that. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a pride thing. I don't know what plays behind that. But yeah, back to you. So, 
You just want to be a comedian and be able to do this as a job. I have yeah. to worry about it. I want to be able to do this. Have to work for someone else. Uh, f- at least five nights a week. Just do it regularly. Get paid for it. Yeah, not have a boss. I feel that hard, dude. I feel that. Man. Like, as I'm going to say, like, I love serving people, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I feel like everybody takes that wants to be their own boss. Like, I love being a server and a, and a bartender-ish. Because I like making people happy. I don't know. I feel like yeah. I'm a gift giver. Definitely. I feel like that's like my love language that people say. But to an extent, I want to be my own boss. It's like we were mm-hmm. talking about earlier how like I don't like the fame, but I do. So we go, me and my girlfriend go out to restaurants and stuff. Not you personally, but there's some people like I'm friends with, associates. So I'm like, well, it'll just be me and her. And like, I'll mm-hmm. be like this, you know, like, yeah. I don't want to talk to them. Like, I want my own space. And people yeah. like, I love talking to people so much. And I, I, my girlfriend hates it. We'll go out. And we'll talk, and I'll I'll get carried away. And I'll talk to people for a long time, but there are times when I'm like I'm a person, you know. Like I just want my own space. Mm-hmm. I'll go to I'll go to restaurants by myself, and I'll just chill. And I'm like, leave me alone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I feel like I'm not really asking, yeah, or doing the right thing by asking fame into my life, becoming a professional musician. But yeah, it but happens. Like I said, that's what you ask for when you want to be in the tape business. Yeah, unless you like, uh, you know, wear a mask. You know, like. Do what Michael Jackson's kids did. And just like oh, yeah, for real. Wear a blanket oh, over your face. Blanket. Or a bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, see ya. You know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. She was that wig. I've actually like never had a good look at her. I know she did that song, Wolves, with Kanye West. And she's oh. she's been in like some random things like that. Yeah. Like features and things. Well, she's wrote like most of the pop yeah. industry's music. I know uh, SZA was a writer for a long time before she finally like started it's making crazy, her own music. Huh? Yeah. And that dude... Uh, I don't know if you listen to country. Chris Stapleton. Mm-hmm. He was a ghostwriter for like a decade. What? That's yeah. Cool. And that song, he that said that sense. song, Tennessee Whiskey. He said he wrote that like 10 years ago. No. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's like the most popular song in Amarillo. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Golly, bro. Yeah. When he's freaking fast, that he's every freaking night. I've heard it three or four nights, like three or four times in one night. I was like, oh, maybe it wasn't. I Tennessee Whiskey wasn't his original song, but it was a song, one of his more popular songs. And he's like, yeah, I wrote that 10 years ago. That was insane. Yeah. That's cool though. Oh, show, but they yeah they overplay the shit out of that song. Oh yeah, so annoying. Especially Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Waffle House, dude! I love Waffle House. I do not care. It's so crazy in there. I, that's, oh, it does get crazy. That video. Can I get a waffle? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. I think it's because it's the closest that I'm ever gonna get to New York Diner unless I go to New York. Yeah, which I've been to before. Good. Except you can't you can't smoke in New York anymore. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. It is crazy. And I don't like that part because I, I hate cigarette smoke. But it's I don't know. literally everywhere Dude, in Amarillo you can smoke. <laughs> there's a lot That's of what places. it seems like. It's getting less and less. I remember when you could smoke in Denny's when we were little, but not anymore. Did I remember uh, going into La Fiesta <laughs> as a kid. What? No. <laughs> really? I don't remember there that. Was a, you weren't there? Uh, but there was like a just a small barrier. It wasn't even like up to the uh, ceiling between the section. smoking and non-smoking. It was like you're literally – you can reach – through into the smoke grab their grab yeah, their cigarette and touch that dude. That's so weird. Yeah, I remember Pizza really, Hut. They really didn't give a shit back in the day. No, they didn't. <laughs> it was like straight fifties. Oh, it's good for your health. That's funny. Yeah, I remember. Wow. I remember Pizza Hut. People have ash ashtrays like on the tables. Yeah, it's so weird. It's funny. Cars man. used to have ashtrays. That's not a thing anymore. I mean, depends on what your car is. Yeah, depends on the age, but. Cars don't even have CD players anymore, and the ones they're making no. now. I know. I was going to buy a car on Facebook the other day, and I was like, S- like, it was really nice. An old gold Taurus, tor- and had mm-hmm. really good miles, and it was a decent price for it. 
But it sounds so stupid. But the one thing that was throwing me off out of everything is like it had like a tin disc changer and mm-hmm. like the and the arm console's like Someone's telling me that I shouldn't buy this car just because I just change her. No, you can keep keep some good things in there, you know? I do have a lot of CDs. not going to lie, still. And I, I, I guess because I... lost all mine. I had a bunch. Right. I don't know where, the think case? Some, I think somebody stole them. Flip them. Yeah, because I had it in that, like, that, the thing you can put on your sun... Not sunroof. The little panel that keeps, oh, yes. keeps the sun out of your yes. eyes. I had them up there. The visor. And then I like put it in my trunk for a long time, and then I went back, and they were all gone. And I was like, oh. I'm, Someone was like, oh, these are dope CDs. Yeah, someone took them all. Creed. <laughs> Nickelback. Take me higher. <laughs> Creed can take me higher. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My friends used to make fun of them. Do a place. So I used to serve at Lazy, Lazy Gator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's That's like the soundtrack there, like the music they play there is like 90s rock. Like, they play some newer stuff, but if you saw the owner, uh, sorry, Paul, but, like, if you saw the owner, you'd be like, oh, it makes sense. Like, he wears, like, those 90s, like, button-ups t-shirts, and, like, he has frosted tips, <laughs> the curly hair. Loves Nirvana? <laughs> Probably. But, yeah, Creed, Nickelback, Hinder, all that. Nice. That's, like, what's played there a lot. Matchbox 20, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm not saying that music's horrible. I'm no, just like, yeah, there were some good tracks. Yeah, like, and I used, and I don't like hate Nickelback. I like them, but it's just like I'm not gonna sit there and go to my car and be like I'm jamming Nickelback every day. Mm-hmm. No, 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 but no, no, no. What kind of music do you like? I listen to. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of hip hop lately. I kind of go mm-hmm. go around. Um, I don't know what's what did I listen to recently? Yeah, probably mostly hip hop right now. Uh, I was trying to think. I was listening to Tame Impala's new album. See, I saw some dude on my Facebook listening to that. I haven't really gotten too deep into it. I like like two tracks, but I don't know. Do you like country? I don't listen to country, no. Dope. I don't really like a lot of country. I like old country. I like stupid, um, but I like Johnny Cash a lot. Yeah. I like some other stuff. I dig Johnny Cash. I like like older rock. Older rock? Like what? Like uh, like metal from like the, like seven, like um, I was listening to Black Sabbath recently. Really? I, I like those guys a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, Metallica was. I was big on Metallica, in, like in high school. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and then I also like, like Motown stuff is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I dig that a lot. Do you like jazz? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's a serious cool question. Stuff. Yeah. For sure. That's cool. I but, do. I mean, I was in band, so mm-hmm. I like. I mean, and I'm a musician, so I like musician music, if that makes sense. Stuff that most the easy listener doesn't really like. Mm. But um, people that like, I don't know. I don't like elevated music. My favorite music, more than anything, will forever be like heavy music, like post metalcore, post hardcore metalcore stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, but as I, I'm very like, like I'm a perfectionist, like so I, I'm, I, I have to have a well mix. Like you have to have good cleans, good screams, and then like your guitars, everything has to be on point. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's why I like Wage War a lot. Like my favorite band. I used to love Memphis Mayfire. I still love Memphis Mayfire. Memphis Mayfire, but they became more dad rock lately. Like they kind of very sold out. Mm, what is that rock? They're just like skillet. Mm, okay. They're just straight rock now. There's not a is lot of heaviness. Like, They're not breakdowns. Like five finger death punch. Yeah. Okay. Even some five finger, five finger death punch, they get pretty heavy. But it's funny because. But I feel like they they started out way heavier, and then I just really. St- I I feel like I maybe not that heavy, but I don't know. They seemed cooler to me when I first heard them, and then mm, no, like I no. got more into them, and I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> now you fell out. Well, it's funny because like uh, Breaking Benjamin and Papa Roach, they play breakdowns now. So mm-hmm. a bit heavier. I don't know if you know really? what breakdowns are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. 
breakdowns so, that really intense part where people slam into each other pretty much yeah it's, <laughs> it's a part so there's slow ones and there's fast ones it's like part when you're chugging on a guitar and mm-hmm. like the beat matches well with the drums it's about the way best way i could explain it on a podcast but it's just a part that really gets you going like the snare hits hard on the mm-hmm. downbeat but like i don't know man breakdowns are life dude like yeah, fifer king cool. one of my favorite bands and like they have a hat that says make breakdowns great again <laughs> like a maga hat nice it's so dope yeah man um I don't know. Heavy music will always have a special place in my heart. It'll always be my favorite. That's awesome. And it sounds dumb, but like, like I said earlier, when Purpose came out, Justin Bieber's album Purpose, like I was like, okay, I used to give, I used to give so much crap to pop artists and stuff. I used to hate it. You know, yeah. I used to be one of those people like pop stupid. Nah, nah, nah. And I listened to it and I was like, I could really get into this stuff. Those- it's funny. I started listening to it more and more, and I was like, and then I started writing it, and like I don't know, our band broke up, stuff like that. It just kind of happened all at once. I was like, well. I guess that, uh, that's what I want to do. I'm trying to think of that album. Okay, yeah. That's the album. The last one. Yeah, that, I did like that one a lot too. It's very good. Very well written. But yeah, man. I don't know. That's what kind of got me into it. And then I started listening to that. Went back mm-hmm. and listened to Journals. The one before was 2010 where he was a little wannabe thug. Mm-hmm. He's hanging out with all the rappers and stuff. And then I uh, started listening to The Weeknd, Bruno Mars more, you know, all of them. Nice. I've always liked Michael Jackson and stuff, the classic pop, yeah. you know. I've always liked it. For sure. But then I started really getting into more and more pop, mm-hmm. actually liking it. And I started getting a little more underground artists. Like, uh, there's this girl named Tilly. She's really good. She's like an alternative-ish pop artist. Uh, Halsey. Oh, my God. They're she's good. Sh- Dude, she's so How do you feel good. about Billie Eilish? She's an amazing, <laughs> she's an amazing singer, okay? She's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she was in the right place, right time, and I feel like she knows people. Hmm. She's an amazing singer, and like, but I, I don't know, man. I don't want to be that person to say it, but she's very, very overhyped. Mm. But I am very respectable towards her. She's very humble person, for real, for her age. She's a very mm-hmm. mature person, and I feel like that has to do with her household. So she was raised up very well in her household, and she she's like one of the richest artists for her age, but mm-hmm. she still chooses to live in her house with her parents. Yeah, that's really cool. That's something to say about a girl, a young girl that age, mm-hmm. and so. And she has a really good brother who helps her do all that stuff. And same thing with, like, we're talking about ghostwriting. He doesn't really care about the fame or anything. But he's getting invited onto all these talk shows and stuff because he helps her write a lot of her music. Mm-hmm. But she has an amazing voice, for real. Like, for real. She has an amazing ear and an amazing voice. But not exactly one of my favorites. I've so. never actually listened to her. I don't hate her. My I girlfriend just, my girlfriend, and my sister love her so much. I like, just saw how much hate she was getting, like, I guess it was at the Grammys <laughs> or something. Because she freaking sweeped it. Yeah, like but I mean, her people were like genuinely upset at her. Yeah, and it kind of like, made me want to listen to her music because, like, to check it out. When I see people like a large group of people disliking someone, it makes me kind of want to root for them. And yeah, I, no, for I, real. That I always sense. do that. I don't know why. Underdogs, <laughs> yeah. in a way. Yeah, for, I feel that. No, I get it. Kind of like the whole Conor McGregor kind of thing. Kind of like yeah. that. But yeah, no, dude. Um, I mean, you can't. It did not surprise me. Does that make sense? Because mm-hmm. every third song on the radio is one of her songs. Definitely. Yeah. And about five songs play on the radio of hers. So, first of all, whoever's marketing her stuff is ridiculously smart. None of her music is bad. Like, you can't even say, if you don't like something, you can't say their music's bad because obviously they're doing something right mm-hmm. as a musician to get it out. Yeah. There are some people that can't perform music. But she obviously can because she's an amazing singer and plays mm-hmm. stuff live. But... She's lived in L.A. since she was a kid. She, you know, she was born in L.A. I mean, she was born in the right place, right time. So. Yeah. She kind of, like, I feel like she's right now where, like, Tired the Creator was, like, you know, probably yeah. a decade ago. For real. You know, we're just being weird and making weird music. 
and then and, he and getting noticed. Yeah, and then he kind of got smart. Yeah, he won one. He did. Yeah, they won one the same. All right, That's she won smart. like five, but he won one finally. That's <laughs> yeah. Smart. The only thing that that kind of blew me away is that Ariana Grande didn't win one, and Selena Gomez didn't. Mm-hmm. So Ariana Grande is very big, and she's worked really hard and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That was the thing that she was like. She's like, I don't want to go out. She was like, I don't want to go out there. Like she's like, I don't deserve anything. She didn't know what to say. She's so speechless, and she's younger. So I'm like, what would you do if you were freaking yeah. her age and winning? Five Grammys. I'm the best. The first time you've ever been on. Yeah, you're literally the. Yeah, <laughs> for real though. That's crazy. That'd be like saying like, I don't know, Tom Holland's first movie, mm-hmm. and like swept the freaking um, Oscars. That lady that wins best uh, actor, wins best male actor, best movie. Like, could you imagine? That's that's like that. The girl that played Precious won an award. Her first. That her Precious was like her first movie role. Yeah, she won an award. That's so incredible. Yeah, David Spade had a really funny joke about that. Where he was like, that's like if... He was saying how easy acting is. And he's like, that's like if I like joined the NBA tomorrow and I just won MVP. And they were uh. like, you won MVP? Like over LeBron? He's like, yeah, I just threw it up and it went in there. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I miss David Spade. David Spade's great. It what do you think funny. of Adam Sandler's whole crew? What do you think about that? that oh, I think it's awesome. Yeah. I mean... Not necessarily like his crew's awesome, but I think it's awesome that he's like been able to be so successful and just be like, hang out with friends every day. I want all my friends in every movie I make. For real, I think it's, I think that's dope. Yeah, I am so jealous of the Impractical Jokers. You watch them, Mm -hmm. like that. When I do watch cable, because my mom has cable at her house, that's literally the only the only two things I watch is Impractical Jokers and um, the Magician Guy. Um, Mind Freak. No. That's great. I miss that show. That was great. Is there still a magician the on TV? Spoof. Yeah, but he's like a comedian magician. Is it Penn and Teller? The, Car- the Carbonaro Effect. Oh, I haven't heard of that You need one. to watch that show, bro. And I have magician friends that are pretty good. Mm-hmm. And like, I, sometimes I can figure out the tricks. I'm not going to act like I know everything. But there's some of them like, I don't think, how is that even possible how to do that? I don't even try to figure them out because I'm like, if I look it up, then I'm just going to ruin, it, ruin all the fun. So One of my favorite ones he does is he. a lot of times he plays – he like acts like he's working at the store. He's he's like an employee there. One of my favorite ones is it's so simple, and he uh, he has this vase of like a bunch of feathers, and he's making boas like an arts and crafts or like mm-hmm. a Michaels or a Hobby Lobby. Gets this piece of yarn or a string, puts it in the the vase, and just like stuffs it down. And he pulls it out like out of his finger, you know, you would like a, a clown would do, mm-hmm. like pulling a scarf out of their sleeve, and then all the feathers come out like a boa, and they're all like separate too, separate out like red, white, and blue or green, pink, nice. purple. And all the girls are like, what the heck? The best part of it is he gets people to believe the trick's real. Yeah. It's so great. Or like the spray can. Like there's this one as a spray can. It's just like the the cardboard out piece that goes around or the plastic or the paper that goes around the can. Like, oh, this is how you do it now. And he takes the paper off of the wall. Like they're just hung up. Mm-hmm. Somehow like wraps it in a like a like a circle, like a piece of like a toilet paper or you know, a paper towel roll. Puts it in a roll. Puts the cap on it. Shakes it. And start spraying. <laughs> it's so dope. Maybe you're like, like, believe it. Oh, that's tight. That's funny. It's crazy. The stuff he does. It's really cool. Yeah, I think the the best part about magicians is just the the crowd's reaction. Like mm-hmm. when they do like street stuff. Mm-hmm. And people just like lose their minds. Mm-hmm. So I have a, a good time. I have a few friends that, that do card tricks and stuff like that. And some of them will tell me their tricks. Mm-hmm. And just simple stuff. Like some of their little sleight of hand things. And, like, some of them are so simple. You're like, why, why didn't I figure that out? And then yeah. it is cool to be on the other side sometimes and watch them do it. And they're just like, hey, hey, hey. like, they're so dumb. And see the people's yeah. reactions, like, how'd they not even think about it? I don't know. That's funny. 
it's cool to be on the other side sometimes it's all about like i mean i'm not a magician but it seems like it's all about just like uh getting them to look where you want them to look exactly at the right it's like being a pickpocket yeah and it's just it's literally just like those movies um now you see me Mm -hmm. being like three four steps ahead thinking and way ahead that's literally all those tricks are it's like that that famous musician in that movie it's like when he planted the card in the tree it's like literally just playing the whole freaking thing. Mm-hmm. Literally all it is. It's crazy. When you think about it, it's like that is magic. Thor. Show. Thor. Thor. Oh. Thor. Son of Odin. All right. I have some wrap-up questions to ask you. Let's do it. What is your definition of success? Success. I think it's what I said earlier. Success, I'm a very... Uh, like we're talking about Star Wars, conclusions are a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. It's like success of feeling like complete, but success. I think the first thing that popped into my mind was what I said earlier is being the best person that I can be mm-hmm. period and anything and everything. That's, that's what brings me joy in life. No matter what you believe or do or say in religion, mm-hmm. you, you do <clears throat> being the best person that you can be period. Nice. And like, I try not to, I try not to, criticize people on that mm-hmm. so hard because you know we all are our own people and make our own mistakes but like i try to help people i'm like are you really being the best person you can be like how much better can you be because mm-hmm. i know you can be you it's very possible i'm very i'm a very hard believer in anything is possible absolutely because we see it so that's what yeah. i feel like success this isn't part of the this is just a follow-up yeah. um so where do you see like yourself i know you plan on going out to dallas do you eventually plan on going to la or new york or what do you what do you think long term? That's the plan. Um New York was 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 a dream and always will be a dream of mine. <sighs> like we were talking about success. Like I want a place everywhere. Like I don't I don't want to be able to be held down. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that in like a relationship aspect, but like I want to own a lot of things. I want to be an entrepreneur. And my thing is I was born here in Amarillo, so I want to be able to help it. I feel like there's a lot of like things I'm like, why should I care about Amarillo? And I mean I want to leave. But I'm like mm-hmm. I've seen so much stuff here and we have a big homeless problem. I have ideas, bro. I have so many freaking ideas, like big ideas, like million, billion dollar ideas. Nice. But I want, I want to take my success and my wealth and I want to put it into other people. Because uh-huh. there's no one that's done that for me. I've, yeah. I've met wealthy people and then it's like, literally if you float me forward anywhere from 2500 to ten grand, you know, $2,500 to ten grand, my dreams would come through. Like, boom, like that. Yeah. I want to be that person for people, man. Uh-huh. I've always wanted to be like, Matt, your car broke down. Like, any car you want, bro. Like, not nothing crazy. Like a like a freaking Ferrari mm-hmm. or whatever. If you want, like, a new GMC chair, boom, here you go, bro. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't know, man. Um, L.A. is a big thing because, like, you know, I, was, I just decided that I want to be an actor. Mm-hmm. So, that's a big market. And the music there, especially Hollywood, you know, it's all connected. Yeah. And so, like, that's the easiest way and the smartest way. I mean, we were talking about Billie Eilish. That's the place to live, man. Yeah. It's just so freaking expensive. Just- and... Trying to get discovered is kind of hard. Yeah. Social media is your best friend nowadays. I was looking up uh, prices in L.A. Because I'm moving to Dallas, but I was just curious. I was like, mm-hmm. I wonder what a studio apartment in L.A. is like. And it was like 2500 for a studio yeah. apartment. 900 like, to 1100 at the cheapest. I'm on this uh, gypsy thing on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'll have to show it to you. So in case you're thinking about just moving somewhere else. Yeah. People that sublet places i don't know if you know what that means no but continue so it's kind of like so it's kind of like they rent the place but they just kind of charge you Mm. the amount of rent so you're just paying you're renting through another person it's like a third party kind of thing okay so So even if you just wanted to go to la la or new york for like a month or so like 
So it's like renting a, a roommate? Kind of, yeah. That's what they're doing, yeah, essentially? Yeah, subletting. Okay. Yeah. Get it? Sublet? Yeah. It's kind of like, that's exactly what it is. So they'll, they'll, and there's nice places, man. They're even already furnished, you know, you go and you pay, whatever. See if I wanted to, they do it all the time for like, even like, I don't know, whenever I was a model, you go to Milan or whatever, mm-hmm. you pay for the apartment there, they'll help you out, you know, you can sublet, people sublet things. Kind of like Airbnb. Nice. But yeah, this, cool. I found places on there anywhere from 500 to 11 grand, or 1100. It's smart. But yeah, yeah man, I want to have a, I want to have a place everywhere. Seattle. I want to live there so bad, bro. This sounds Seattle. so stupid. I haven't but like, been, but it looks amazing. I want to go to Seattle and Oregon. It, Forks from Twilight is a real place. It sounds so stupid, but it is so freaking gorgeous because, you know, there's a lot of rain there. So is everybody is, that pale? <laughs> probably. <laughs> I sure am. But, dude, I don't know what it is. I, I love gloomy weather like that. Mm-hmm. When it's fog and mist, I feel like it's because I'm born here in freaking Amarillo. It's hot and dry for the most part. Mm-hmm. When it rains, dude, I can breathe so much better. Like, And I love the fog and the mist. I feel so much better. I like water a lot. I don't know yeah. what it is. I'm no, a freaking merman, but... The moisture is great. Feels great. We're, we we're, we get so deprived of it at times. <laughs> I think that's what it is. But like, be like, it's so depressing. I was like, dude, when it rains, it's like that. I want to go out to eat. Yeah, like, where's a patio with that's covered patio? I'll go outside and eat in the straight rain. Like the 806, I'll go out there and have a coffee yeah, underneath that umbrella. I love, I love rainy weather. So I want a place in Seattle, man. I want a place in New York. I want a place in L.A. And I want some like, you've seen people make their man-made islands. That'd be pretty dope. How do they do that? I don't know. These pay people are freaking like. Put sand out there. Erupt a volcano? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) They summon Maui or whatever. (laughs) I don't know, man. I just want a place everywhere. I don't want to be able to... I want to be able to do and go and do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. I want to have my pilot license one day. It's like, hey, babe, your family, let's go get on a private jet. Or like, hey, let me fly us to freaking Mm -hmm. Hawaii. That would be cool. I just want to be that kind of person. And like, I think there's no dishonor or disrespect in, in wanting that if... If I achieve that as mm-hmm. a person, you know what I mean? As yeah. we're talking about success. If I personally, like, became a successful person and I achieved all that stuff. But, like, Spider-Man, that sounds funny. But, like, for real, that, that phrase, with great power comes great responsibility. I hold mm-hmm. that to heart really bad. Because there's yeah. a lot of self-made billionaires, I feel like, that do not do enough. Yeah. They don't. And I, I don't ever, I feel like I would hold myself accountable, like, do I do enough? If I was one of those people, do I do enough? So I want to be that person be able to help other people. Yeah, definitely. Because I feel like if, if I was Bruce Wayne, I feel like I could do a good job of doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if it wasn't for wondering what the heck would happen to my apartment and if it would blow up or something, I would love to just take people off the freaking streets homeless and be like, hey, man, you need a place to sleep? Mm-hmm. Sleep on my on my couch. You know what I mean? And yeah. those weird morals and self code of conduct we got and like worries like is this guy gonna yeah. bring other weird homeless people or could rob you have a crack house rob me you know what yeah. I mean murder you in your sleep who knows maybe try to like but snuggle up to you in your sleep <laughs> be a little extra nice <laughs> no no man that's that's just that's how I feel as a person man I try mm-hmm. to be the, I'm a very caring and loving person about people and I, I want to help them awesome any person I can yeah it's a good way to think Next question. Um, if you could take a time machine to any point in your life, mm. future or the past, and uh, give yourself advice, where would you go and what would you tell yourself? Point in my life. I thought you were going to say something, not to be mean, but a little bit cooler. Like, where you, you know, it's cliche. Where are you going to go? Mm-hmm. 50s, 60s, 70s. But uh, point in my life. Dude, that's yeah. really hard, honestly. 
You want to answer the other question? Because you seem excited in a, in about a second, it. In a second, yeah. Fifties, <laughs> oh. <laughs> bitch. Uh, there's one one point in my life really comes to mind I want to talk about. It'd probably be around the time that Dust of Life broke up, my old rock metal band. I'd probably tell myself to like to not stop trying. Don't get so discouraged. Mm-hmm. There's better things coming. And don't get hung up on certain friendships. Because there are some friendships, man, I'm still butthurt about. Mm-hmm. It hurt. Yeah. And it wasn't even it wasn't even my fault. It was from other people. And like the whole assuming thing we were talking about. I don't know, man. I feel like I have really bad luck in life with friendships and people assuming things. I don't know if I don't express myself good enough. I don't know what it is. But I've lost friends that were like best friends to me, man. Mm-hmm. That just, we aren't as good friends anymore. I know stuff like that happens in life. but Yeah. I mean, some people aren't made for you. I guess. And it's sad because those people are so good people and they're so positive. But I'm just like, how do you not see the best in me that I thought you could? Because mm-hmm. I saw the best in you. But uh, I feel like that's one point in life. I tell myself, I go there and be like, hey, man, like, don't get down about this. There's better people and better things going on. And I probably tell myself, like, honestly, they're probably not worth it. Yeah. Because I have really amazing friends, even though we might not hang out every freaking day. Like my friend Tony Sims. Mm-hmm. And it sounds I sound so girly, man. But like I know that fr- that term "best friend" is so like like weird to my heart now because yeah. I used to say that a lot when we were in high school, and I get butthurt about my certain friends that were my best friend and stuff. But dude, when the other day I went to, went to Fast Eddie's because my friend Tony's a DJ there. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah, I helped him get that job because I don't know he's a DJ and they need another DJ, so yeah. I shot him out, helped him get that job. It's dope. So I go and play pool there because you know I used to work there and just I like it's a really good place to play pool because they have the best tables. Dude, when he told me, he straight up, so he's going to move in the same apartments as me soon. And he's like, he's telling them that I live there. And so he's like, they're like, my friend lives here. Like, oh, who? Taylor? Like, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Lowe. My best friend, Taylor Lowe. When he said that he told other people that his best friend, Taylor mm-hmm. Lowe, I don't know, man, that's kind of hit me like good. Like, yeah. Man, I got a really nice. freaking good friend, you know? Like, this, <laughs> I cheesed out like a girl, man. It was, because I always have that doubt in my mind all the time about anything and everything. Yeah. Like, does this person care the same as I do? You know what I mean? Kind of thing. So that's dope. But like, yeah, man, tell myself that you have good friends that care about you. Like I can literally text Nikki right now and be like, man, I got some shit going on. Like I have had some stuff going on. He Mm -hmm. texts me back, man, it might not be right away every time. People get busy. I know how life Mm -hmm. is. Me and Tony get real freaking busy. Is Tony still doing poetry? I think so. Nice. I haven't seen him. I know he has his page. I haven't seen him in a long time. I mean, he's like the best I've ever seen in my life, bro. Him and my friend Michael Martinez. He was on the podcast a while back. What? Yeah. He was kind of a, he would like lean away from the mic. So like half the, half the podcast is like him being like really quiet because he's like all the way back here. That's funny. Yeah. It was a good podcast. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Um, Other than that, I don't want to, I don't want to say I change a lot of my decisions in life Mm because like, I love everything. Like I always wanted to do everything. I guess I don't say I believe in all that star stuff, like Libra and all that, but I am a Libra. So it makes sense because I'm a very wide variety kind of person. I love mm-hmm. to do everything. I love everything. When I was younger, I always wanted to play football, I wanted to play baseball, I wanted to do martial arts, I wanted to do everything, be mm-hmm. in band. It's just impossible. It sucks. It's really impossible. But I wanted to be on the baseball team real high. so bad. Yeah. I didn't even go to the tryouts because I was like, I don't know. And like, my parents got divorced at a very young age, so I had to, I had to grow up really quick. Mm-hmm. And so, but like... I feel like there might be a couple things I might go to my younger self to tell myself, like, hey, it's going to be all right. 
It's a lot of crap going on, but it's going to be okay. Just keep your head up. Simple stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd look at myself like, dang, I kind of... I don't know, man. I'm trying to not sound like a douche, honestly, <laughs> saying this. But I feel like I would look at myself... Honestly, feel like I'd look at myself today, especially right now in this moment, and be like, I actually grew up to be a decent person, mm-hmm. a very mature person. Yeah. And I'm proud of that. And I did it literally all on my freaking own. Like, seriously. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, yeah, I might not have a car right now, but, like, I have my own freaking place. Like, I have a really good job. Yeah. You get a car, like man. They're out there. Yeah. So People got cars. I think I'd look at myself and be like, like I'm proud of myself. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, beautiful. I don't know. Push myself a little more in music. I think time, mm-hmm. ironically, would be the best thing I would go back and tell myself: manage your time better, and try harder, push harder. Don't, don't doubt yourself, and forget about what people think. That's my problem. Great. Don't advice. care about what other people think as much. Easier said than done. Yeah. <laughs> if you can make everyone in the world do something for thirty days. Thirty days. I said. I said it weird. If you can make everyone in the world do something for thirty days, and uh, they have to do whatever it is, regardless of what it is, what would you make them do? Probably work out. That's a work simple out. question. Yeah. It's so dumb, and it's so funny because I mean, that's what kind of person I am now, and I am a musician. But either that, maybe playing an instrument. Those are both good. Not singing. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but like I want to say. Like I said, anything is possible. You can do anything you put your mind to. Mm-hmm. But there are some people on this earth that are not born to sing. Yeah, makes sense. I have a friend who's an amazing writer. Our old, I don't, I don't want to say who it is. But I used to tell him so straight to his face. Like, I tell anybody anything. Like, I don't care who you are. If I say it on social media or whatever, I text you. I'll still come to your face and tell you. But he's an amazing musician. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like everybody has their one instrument, though, that they're always going to be best at that I feel like it's engraved in them that they mm-hmm. feel more passionate about too he can play guitar he can play drums he can play bass he's gotten so amazing over the years he's been writing his own music he wants to write his own solo album but he is not a vocalist he's just not a singer mm-hmm. I don't know what it is I feel like he could be a very good backup singer backup vocalist for a band Yeah. but I just feel like you know you've seen my American Idol mm-hmm. <laughs> there's just people who just aren't born to sing yeah, man. But maybe like being a bad singer is kind of like his niche market to where people are like this is like such, he's not a horrible singer. This is like so different, you know. Yeah, for real. To where it's you like, never know. Like Chance the Rapper sounded really weird when he first came to the scene. Hey, bro, but I mean, auto tune and yeah. and samples can fix literally everything. I think, yeah, I had dude, a literally like crappy screams. I've seen like some people just do not sing good, scream mm-hmm. good live. You, you put yeah, dude, you put a freaking sample <laughs> or something on it. Yeah, you can make it sound freaking <laughs> amazing. It's yeah. insane. But I don't know an instrument because I feel like you learn a lot. Anybody can yeah. learn any instrument. You can you could learn piano. You could learn guitar. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe guitar is the hardest instrument on this planet to learn. One of them. It's very it's a very different kind of instrument because you have to do two things at once. But chords are different on a mm-hmm. guitar. Uke's kind of freaking hard too. But guitar is really hard. Maybe it's the kind of person I am. I'm a very vocal and visual person, so drums were easy for me. I yeah. taught myself drums. Drums are fun. And then, I don't know, I just got very I got very blessed with being able to sing decent. Mm-hmm. And then I've just been able to stretch it better with my vocal coach and stuff like that. And just, I've got a good ear, I mm-hmm. guess. I want to be as good as Charlie Puth and be able to hear every freaking note. I can, but I just don't know where the notes are. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know my scales and notes as good as he does. But I do hear them. Like, That's fun. he will hear people's voices, like, you talk in the key of E flat. Most of the time, I'm like, really? holy crap. Yeah. Wow. But I hear stuff like that all the time. I'll hear like a, like a bat, and I'll hear the tones. 
mm. and everything. I'm a very musical person. I don't hear pans. I just make music out of everything. That's exciting. I like a bat almost. You know? I'll just make, make songs out of that. Echolocation. Yeah. Or like Daredevil. But I don't, I, he'll, be able to, <laughs> he'll be able to be like, hear that ding, mm-hmm. a ding, and I'll hear the different tones in it. But he'll be like, that's an E flat minor and a bit of a, like a D sharp. I'm like, oh, the frick do you know this, bro? That's You're wild. A musical genius. Mm-hmm. That's one person that's just like amazing. You think musician. he's ever slapped someone and been like, that's an F? <laughs> F you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Either working out or music, or a instrument, because I feel like that really. For one, it, it busies your mind, mm-hmm. and I feel like, just like like, like working out, it. I'm gonna explain it. Not restricts you, but like, it disciplines you. Yeah, you know, you have definitely. to do something, and you have yeah. to do it. And you have to do it well to get better at it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I would at it's like a video game. You want it. You want to beat it, and you got to get better at it to beat it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Or anything, you know. You, it's. I feel like you. F- you will develop a passion for it, and working out, man. There's no bad benefits. Of course, you can. You can work out too much and hurt yourself. Of course, yeah, definitely. But being very careful and doing your very form and like, you know, I see you mm-hmm. at the gym, man. Like, you always feel better afterwards. Definitely. Always in your mind, your body. I feel body. more energized. Exactly, especially like, when you do it frequently. Like I like instead of like <laughs> drinking coffee, because I'm trying to avoid caffeine. Yeah, I'll just hard. go. I'll just go to the gym for 30 minutes, and it like works better than coffee. Wow. I feel energized. Yeah, I yeah. didn't think about that. That's smart. I'm kind of addicted to bangs, and it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, and like my girlfriend the other day got this other one. It's like a Xenia one, and it has a lot more vitamins and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was like, babe, but it has nowhere near as amount of caffeine. <laughs> it's bad, bro. The same company who invented Redline. Redline got banned for a while because it's giving yeah. people bad heart attacks and some people to hospital. I had two servings of Redline bangs. once. Went crazy. It was, it was rough. Yeah, I Did they make bangs? Yeah, the, the same company makes bangs. Mm-hmm. It's 300 milligrams of caffeine and 16 ounces. That's not good. And I'll drink two a day sometimes. It's so bad. Yeah. And I'll drink it before I go to the gym because mm-hmm. people will drink them like pre-workout because they advertise it like for yeah. fitness stuff. I've drank it during my workout. <laughs> Dude, you'll take one drink, one or two drinks, and you're already feeling a little bit mm-hmm. like buzzed, if you will. Kind of yeah. like, and that's probably not a good thing, you know. Like I said, everybody has their own thing, their own yeah. vices. And I feel like I might be a little addicted to those bangs. I was, I was taking pre-workout for a while, and then I just... It stops. I felt like it probably wasn't good for me. It's not to an extent. Yeah. Like anything, you know, you can have too much of anything. Yeah. Like I, don't I even like know. it, but I don't like too much tingle. Does that make sense? I didn't it have any like out. negative side effects on on caffeine. I just feel like it's not necessary. It's know? not. But it helps me drive more. I mean, mm-hmm. I want to push more, push more yeah. weight. I want to get more out of it. But I did take. Uh, they give out samples of pills, and there's like pills for like a good pump. Yeah. And those those felt great. Like yeah. I noticed a big difference in my arms when I was working out. So those are cool. Yeah. Nitric oxide. I don't know. How, I don't know the science. Behind I think it, that's but. what I took when I first started really getting into working out when I was mm-hmm. like 18, 19. It was like a sample thing I found like on the, on the internet. Yeah. And then I canceled my thing. But I noticed a big difference. Yeah, like like they, it's supposed to open up. Yeah. It's supposed to open up your blood vessels to where you get a better pump. Feels and great. I noticed it, it did. And I, I, I actually gained some muscle really quick in the, in the few months I was doing it. And then after that, I don't know, man. Working out is so good for you. Yeah. Everybody hates cardio. I feel like it, you can get that out of your mind. Mm-hmm. There are some people that are weird freaks and they love running. Like my friend Josh Klinert. Mm-hmm. He used to be my workout partner. We were good opposites. He was a short, stocky dude and I was more taller, leaner. But so he pushed me to do more stuff on squat. I'd be doing the same weight. And I pushed him to do more on like bench and stuff because I naturally have a good chest and arms. Yeah. 
but he'd want to run like two to five miles every freaking day before. And I'm like, ugh, but I won't. I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to be a bitch. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I warm up like on the treadmill for five minutes. Just five minutes. Just yeah, but like for cardio, I usually just like push a sled or like Dude. I find other ways to do cardio as yeah, opposed to just running sure. like box jump, something, something that counts as cardio, but it's not just running. You should watch a, <laughs> yeah, no, I like, see, I like that. That's, yeah. Well, I love, I like mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, necessarily, I love beating people up, but not to extend. I mean, like yeah. I'm a true martial artist. I don't, I believe that straight up like karate kid, man, like it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. It's never necessary to be in a fight. I've, I've never, never been in a real street fight. Mm-hmm. To an ex- but I feel like this is weird dark side of me, man. Like I feel like I'm scared that I would literally hurt some people if I got in a real one. Because to an extent, I'm like, you're trying to take my life in a street fight, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. All rules are gone. Like yeah. I'm a martial artist. I'll literally rip your nutsack off. Like I yeah. don't care. With your teeth. Go <laughs> yeah, for it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, beer balls over the head and stuff. Like that's all game. Yeah. Definitely. Especially if you're trying to hurt my friend or one of my loved ones. Like it's it's all out the window. Yeah. But no, I love the sport so much, man. It's great. It's competitive. And just the whole aspects of um anatomy and physiology bro it's just i don't know it's it is it's intriguing it's cool as us as human beings the the things and the sports that you can do with that but it being an emotional anger thing out of a sport you know what i mean Mm -hmm. or all good and fun is totally useless it's pointless because 99 percent of times people are fighting over something completely stupid that's not worth it oh yeah most of the time so but yeah, man, you should watch this podcast with with Joe Rogan and this one MMA guy. He was talking about alternatives, you know, because he is a martial artist, so it makes sense. But alternatives mm-hmm. for cardio. Do you remember his name? I don't. Was it recent? It was one of his recent ones. Okay. But he has, and especially for his uh his workouts, you might want to do it. His uh, yeah, he was telling Joe Rogan like you shouldn't go like really hard, go all out, and you're getting more of a you're getting more out of your workouts if you're doing more seventy seventy five percent. Your yeah. weight, 70, 75% reps. But I'm like, he is a lean guy, so it kind of makes sense. Was but it uh, Rashad Evans? No, it wasn't no. Rashad Evans. Because that's the one I'm, I have queued up. <laughs> Rashad Evans is freaking badass, though. I'll find it eventually. He's not fighting anymore. He's mainly a coach now. But, mm. but yeah, dude, his his theories made a lot of sense. They were cool. I used to work out like that a lot. I wouldn't go stupid hard all the time. Mm-hmm. I literally, like, with Planet Fitness, I'd kind of just go down the line and do full body all yeah. all day and just do, like, 70% of my weight and 70% of my reps, good amount of reps, you know, get a good mm-hmm. pump and not kill myself. Yes. Sometimes doing less is, is helps that a lot more. Especially if you're consistent. Yeah. The, the thing that made sense when he was talking about the most is, like, if you don't have to take a day's rest. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you're going hard, going hard, then you got to take a day's rest or maybe another half day or two days rest. Then you're not getting as much done because you're yeah. hurting yourself. You're overtraining. Yeah, because like he's like, if a guy can do 20 pull-ups, I'm not gonna make him do 20 pull-ups. I'm gonna make him do like seven or 10. Because mm-hmm. he's not gonna be able to do that. He's not gonna be able to do 20 pull-ups tomorrow. He's gonna be so sore and wore out. Yeah, I think I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah, so his theories make sense to an extent. Because was, was he the guy that was like do five reps on whatever it is and then just take a five to ten minute rest? Maybe. And then come back to it. Maybe. Because I heard a guy talking about that where it was like. You don't have to, like, kill yourself at the gym. You can do five reps, wait 15 minutes, come back and do it again. And he saw, like, really good progress. Yeah. But no one really has that much time to just. <laughs> That's the thing. Consistency is key. Yeah. In anything in life, especially working out. That's like everyone wants to get mm-hmm. buff, get fit. But, I mean, like, if you're not eating right and you're not yeah. going to the gym all the time, then 
I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah. it just takes time. Like, that's why I was like, when I posted my four to six month goal, like, that's very, mm-hmm. very realistic. If I'm going to the gym, we've been going twice a day lately, a okay. lot. And at least once, especially when I go as hard as I do to an extent, you know what I mean? I don't try to freaking kill, kill myself, but I like to work out hard. Yeah. If I'm too. going good for one day, every day, at least every day, maybe one rest day a week. Sometimes I don't rest. Mm-hmm. But consistent, not to where I'm trying to hurt myself. And then most of the time it's two a days. I think I'm going to achieve that four to six month goal well. And I don't nice. eat like crap. I already stopped eating mm-hmm. so many tortillas. I eat mainly salads, chicken and rice. You know what I mean? So, nice. Yeah. So it's like just being smart, making healthier choices. Mm-hmm. Eat more green foods, corn instead of flour. You know what I mean? Whole wheat bread instead of white. For sure. If you just make those small changes, bro, you start seeing crazy, crazy changes. Yes. Discipline. 80, everybody says 80-10, I like to say, or 80-20, I like to say 90-10, eating over, eating over, um, working out. Exercise, yeah. Yeah. Especially, I just like to think, I like to speak life mm-hmm. into my life and other people's lives. Like, you got to tell yourself that you're already there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, no, the reality's not there. You know, I'm not a professional musician, but I'm, yeah. I am that professional musician. I'm going to achieve it. It's mm-hmm. going to happen. Don't say, well, if, or that. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm bad at saying that myself but it's like you know i dog on myself real hard but that's why i try to speak in other people's lives like you gotta say that you're gonna achieve it like you have to tell yourself like literally like even if you have to literally get up in the morning speak yourself it might be stupid but who cares literally tell yourself in the mirror that you're gonna that this is your life like you are the best like you're mm-hmm. gonna achieve it yeah it's already here you're gonna happen like you just gotta get there yeah that's how you need to live your life man that's how i mean that's pretty much how it works it's just the you do have that six-pack you know what i mean you do that have that positivity muscles, yeah. in your life positive things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. You attract it. I mean, what's the worst going to happen? I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to cry about it and nothing's going to happen. You're already there. It's just like, I don't know, simple, simple, stupid little thing. It's just like, want to go ask a girl out? Like mm-hmm. one of my friends, if they want a girlfriend, like what's the worst going to happen? She's going to tell you no. It's like, you know, classic thing. What's the best thing happen? She could say yes. Who knows? One day that girl could be your wife and you could have a family. Like, this is stupid, but I mean. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good way to look at it. So. What's the worst that's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Just, just going to sit down and cry about everything in life? Just got to live with confidence. Mm-hmm. Self-belief. Got to keep pushing. Pow, pow. Next question. Can you remember a time that you laughed the hardest? Laughed the hardest, man. I haven't remember the last time. We were just talking about this the other day at work. I was like, because you feel like you get good abs from laughing because you mm-hmm. laugh so hard. I can't remember the last time, man. I want to say it was one of Kevin Hart's stand-ups, but that was kind of cliche. Mm-hmm. I was impressed by his newest one. Nice. It had to have been just something dumb at work. Somebody did or said. You know, I just ramble about stories. Mm-hmm. What ifs, what ifs. I don't know why we do that so much, but being in the restaurant and service industry, we do that a lot. Talk a lot of shit about customers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you do. I think the most crap I've ever talked on people, is for one, being a server, the second they walk back behind those doors of that wall, you immediately get talk crap on if you're a customer. Immediately. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the best friend. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you come out that door smiling. You kiss their butt so much. Like, yeah. It's like that movie Waiting. Dude, yes. My voice just got raspy. <clears throat> it's like that movie Waiting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think maybe one other time that I've talked more crap is when I worked at Texas Tea. If you don't think T-Boys don't talk crap on you, you are wrong. <laughs> T- I've never heard the phrase T-Boys. <laughs> I mean, now they have girls and stuff to work there. But it's kind of like a Hooters thing, for real. Like, Kim didn't hire you unless she didn't think you were cute. 
Mm. For real, it was funny. But it's smart because the clientele there was literally mainly young high school girls mm-hmm. and then um, middle-aged women. It's so funny. Nice. But it makes sense. It's market. You know, they want to go there to see a pretty boy and then yeah. get their tea and whatever. You want to hire no ugly they bitches. Had, and they had, she'd have variety. It's so funny. She'd have Austin mm-hmm. when he had his his uh, freaking long hair, you know, and everything. Some skinny boys. And she'd have some, like, kind of scrubby-looking dudes. But, you know, some girls would find them cute. they have, like, the preppy boys. This is funny. That is funny. But, no, dude, like, those, they had a two-way, I don't know why they're called two-way, two-way mirror thing. Mm-hmm. And they closed those windows for the for the drive through and that thing was soundproof, bro. I don't know what it was. It was soundproof. And wow. they can't see anything inside there because it's like that two-way mm-hmm. reflection. Yeah. We would talk so much smack when people don't know how to freaking order a dainty. <laughs> the number one was so will frustrate me to this day is when people say they want a regular tea. I'm like, okay, well, sweet or unsweet. Yeah. Just regular. Unsweet. My freaking God. I'm assuming that's unsweet. You would, right? Yeah. But with your luck, if you just did that and you didn't make sure that's what they wanted... You would give them unsweet, and they're like, no, I want it sweet regular. Well, why the freak did you not say that? Dude. Oh, my God. People are so That's dumb. That's funny. Who I goes? Why would know. you go there for regular tea anyway? I don't know. Bro. It's the whole point is to like not. Try something different. Yeah. Let's not get the regular. Yeah, I know. We have 78 flavors. That's literally what we'd say all the time. I'll take regular. Unsweet regular. Can yeah. I get some regular ice but cream? our thing was, it's like, we have millions of flavors, right? Yeah. So regular is it's just regular, but I'm just like, there's still a difference between sweet or unsweet. Sweet, it being sweet or unsweet is not a flavor, mm-hmm. obviously, because we have millions of other flavors. Yeah. So which do you want, sweet or unsweet <laughs> tea? I was like, we literally have every single one of those flavors, sweet or unsweet. We get so freaking frustrated, but we are yelling up a storm, screaming. <laughs> but dude, I'm telling you, the second, the millisecond, that that freaking window opens, it's like freaking airlocks and like Star Wars mm. open up a freaking vacuum. Smiles all on board, bro. How you doing, ma'am? Yeah. Like, welcome to Texas D. Dude, like complete change. That's how, that's how it a works. class customer service, bro. Never had bad service there ever. It's crazy. Nice. You'll never have bad service there at that window. At least when we worked there. The OG. Is that that place? It's uh, just funny, bro. Like one of the first times I worked there, like <laughs> at least the person at the window, you know, but like. Mm-hmm. We're talking mad smack, yelling, freaking everything. Second, dude, it's like you just know. Like you don't even have to be look at the window. But it's like Cody King opens the window, and like Garrett's just like my friend Garrett's just like rubbing the freaking stainless steel to nothing. Just like not a, <laughs> not like a mad mad face, but just like yeah, not like a blank blank <laughs> stare. And I'm just like watching the whole situation go down. And then Cody's like mood just changes. Hi, how are you doing, man? I was like, dude, I started busting out laughing so <laughs> freaking hard. That's probably one of the funniest things I've ever experienced in my life. Like, the mood change to that. Like, the complete hypocritical BS yeah. <laughs> that goes in the restaurant, if you mm-hmm. will, customer service industry. It's great. It's funny. That's fun. Because, you know, we talk about we don't want to put this mask on and everything. But I'm like, when you go to when you go to a restaurant, you want someone to be delightful, you know? Yeah, definitely. Whether they're a guy or a girl, you know, you want a pretty girl or... You still want a nice guy. Yeah, you don't want to create a, a bad <laughs> reputation. Yeah, and you just you don't want a freaking a negative Nancy serving you food. Yeah, definitely. They're gonna get you. <laughs> and, no. You want something like, hey, welcome to Lazy Gator. Like mm-hmm. you wanna try our new swamp fries? They're freaking good. Like they this rim of sauce is a die for. Like Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Or pitch a drink off right off the bat. Like, we mm-hmm. have a, a lazy Rita or, you know, swamp water. It don't sound good, but it tastes freaking amazing. It'll get you messed up. <laughs> swamp water. Yeah. I like so, that. I'm just like, I don't know, man. It's that whole be the best person you can be kind of thing. 
For sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. Customer service, bro. I don't know if you ever worked in the restaurant not, industry or customer service. Not, or not restaurant. I, I bar backed for like a couple months. Yeah, but you've seen some funny stuff. I think so. Or interesting. No. Yeah, definitely. I've never had to kick anybody out to an extent or like really like tussle with anybody beat anyone up when I was a bartender. So that Fast Eddie is mainly primary girls because mm-hmm. cocktail waitresses. Yeah. And I was one of the bartenders. And when our manager, Franco, he was the only other guy that worked there besides me. Our assistant manager is a woman. We have guys there that are, you know, cool. And there's a guy there that was like a, he's like a trainer. And like, he would hang out there a lot. Kind of be like our bouncer, if you will. One night we didn't, ironically, didn't have a door guy. I was the only guy that was working there. And these guys are getting a little, I don't know, a little tussle. They, they literally just like wrapped up and like hit the wall. And I was like, hey. Immediately just like parted out. The guy walked out the, went, walked out the door. And he's like, I'm just going to go see if my uh, car or whatever. I was like, no, you're not. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like he's gonna try and go out there and you know mess with them some more, go yeah. fight some more in the parking. Like no, you're gonna wait till he drives off and then you can go. He's like okay, and then I walk out. I walk over to the guys at like the little cocktail waitress thing, at, like the cornhole thing, and they're like, I was like, do I need to? Does do I need to kick anybody else out? Like, no sir. They're like drinks. <laughs> Start drinking. Like just <laughs> shut funny. up real quick. They heard about your karate, bro. I guess. I, I guess the karate bartender. Watch out! <laughs> I don't like talking about that stuff, man. It's just like being a martial artist. Everybody just wants to. They either want to fight you or they want to talk crap when mm-hmm. they find out that you've done it. I don't know. Like, oh, well, like, I don't know. It's, you know, your curiosity. What belt to you? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, are you really good? Or did you, they just give you that belt? Yada, yada. <laughs> they just give you. you know what I mean? They just hand out belts. <laughs> <sighs> I'm not going to, like, say they don't. <laughs> but some people don't work as hard for them, if that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. Not. B- <sighs> but you. Where yeah. I trained and I got mine, he doesn't just hand out black belts. Yeah, I mean, that but takes, I'm not gonna it say that he doesn't to get where you're at, right? Yeah, I mean, it took me my whole four years, you know. But I actually tried, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? A freaking, you have to fight two to three people to get to where I was at once. You have to do different things, break mm-hmm. boards. The only thing I didn't do is I didn't finish. You have to learn a lot of forms and stuff like that. It's a martial art. It's an art. It's an art form. So the only thing I didn't do is I didn't finish like displaying my forms, like doing the last belt test. And we were ready. We were pretty much ready. I feel like I could have been more ready, but I mean. We didn't do our last belt test, and then you have to break a brick. And then you have to fight either two or three people at once. That's the only thing I didn't get to do. And how me do you, and my friend Dalton were ready to do that. How do you practice breaking a brick? <laughs> you don't really practice. You just freaking do it. Yeah. So technically, the it kind of sounds like BS, but I mean, the aspect of it being harder. So technically, a board is harder to break than a brick. It sounds like BS, but I mean, wood gives, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard. So if wood was wet, that's hard to freaking break. Mm-hmm. Especially you're breaking two to four boards at once. A bri- so you want to go through it fast. A brick, it's just mainly all power. You just want to break it down. But I've watched Master Lister, I've watched a video of him break like, like 10 or 15 bricks at once. Wow. But they're all stacked up and they're separate. So once you break the first one, they practically, if you do it right, they all go at once. Mm-hmm. But one brick, it's like a cinder block. You just got to power through it. But he doesn't have like any bones in his freaking hand, you know, like right there. Yeah. Like it's all like just mesh. Really? Just so many bar fights and breaking so many bricks. So it's like nothing for him now. It's like Muay Thai fighters. They kick trees and crap all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Their shins are like they don't nothing. Have, they don't have feeling in their shins. Yeah, pretty much. It's crazy. It's so. crazy. But yeah, man, I don't know. That's all I had to do is break a brick. Mm. The Do your forms. You need to display them very well and very controlled. And then I think the hardest thing would have been to fight two or three people at once. Yeah, it sounds there's intense. A, there's a, and they're not just anybody. They're, they're green or blue and up. This mm-hmm. is what Master to your instructor depends they could even be black belts. They're not yeah. supposed to be, to an extent, but they could be. Yeah. But I've seen 
one guy do his belt test for a black tip and or a black belt. I think even red. He made him fight a brown. So it goes white, yellow stripe or yellow tip, yellow, orange. Oh, wait. Yeah, orange, green, blue. Oh, is it purple or blue? One of those two. And then it goes brown, mm-hmm. red, black tip. It's red with black tip and then black. And then you just do your, your grades of black. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And my instructor, Master Lister, he was a seventh degree black belt. Wow. And he's he trained with people who taught from Korea, like original Taekwondo. That's dope. Yeah, Koreans. And he's Italian, so he's fucking crazy. Hell yeah. <laughs> so T shirt time. But yeah, man. It's it's dope. I, I loved it so much. It was really fun. Taught me a lot of discipline, of course. Yeah, it's awesome. Even just, you know, growing up I had a lot of discipline with my father, but taught me a lot, man. I loved it and it and like it taught me when and I mean, first of all, if we found out, if Masters found out that we were fighting outside of school, whatever, you get thrown out, you're done. Mm. Or you get beat up, yelled at a lot, you know, all mm. the above. For sure. But I had a lot of respect and a lot of, uh, it helped me a lot in life. I did That's what martial arts is. I think second or third grade. Mm. I got to like orange belt and I never went back because I just wanted to play other sports, but yeah, I forgot everything. It was fun. It was fun while it lasted. It is cool. It's cool. Breaking boards is fun. But breaking board is mainly just for show. That's mm-hmm. literally all it is. You see people do like taekwondo like events and stuff. Yeah, it's dope, man. Some of the flips and tricks they do. Uh, there's this guy, Master Broly, <laughs> Brawl. Nice. Yeah, this that's really his name is dope. He was a chubby dude. Mm-hmm. He used to be skinnier, but he was a chubby dude. But he could do a 540 kick. So you like a, it's like a spin flip kick, and mm-hmm. I've seen him break a board doing it. That's wow. insane. But, like, weight and, like, physicality is almost out the window with mine, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, man, um, I did this really cool. My last for my bl- for black tip, this is the coolest thing ever. So, we, me and my friend Dalton, we were, like, the top of the class after the upperclassmen left. Mm-hmm. And then our senior year, we were, like, the top two classmen. And uh, we were, like, my sister, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, a spin back kick, spin back jump kick? He's, like, oh, do that. And I'm, like, we did that last time. <laughs> Well, just do whatever. So we grab the lower class, the lower belts, the low belts, and just like set them up. Whoever like hold this board right here. You do this. Don't freaking move. Because uh-huh. dude, when they move, I broke the board while kicking their hand. But like I'm like, don't cry like a baby if I kick in the hand. If you freaking move, yeah. And it freaking hurts when you get kicked in the fingers. And you're trying to break a board. Oh, I bet. You're kicking the side. Oh yeah. So it only took me once to like hold it right. But when someone doesn't know how to kick or is not good at aiming, and oh my god, it's frustrating. <laughs> But the, my last one, I did it all in, like, one swoop. It was mm-hmm. dope because I wanted to be really, like, just clean and slick. I wanted mm-hmm. to be dope. So I set them up in a – I think I did, like, a like a jump front snap into it. And I turned it into, a, like, a hop skip. So, like, I jump and then I front snap, boom. And then, like, right when I landed, I turned into, a, like, a like a skip. So, like, like a trot. And I did a, it's a tornado kick. It's a 360 kick. Yeah. So then, like, right when I landed, I think I broke – I broke two boards with the first one. I was like, like just make it show like a power kind of kick. Yeah. It's easy. Just kick the ball your foot. And once I landed, I did a spin 360 kick. Boom. And as soon as I hit it, so I set them up like one, two, three. I hit it. I trot, kicked. And like right when I kicked, when I came around and I kicked, I'm in it with a knife hand. So it's like, done. Like, and then you bow afterwards. And there was like, Oh, that was sick because it's so quick. That's awesome. But it's, it's cool. And it's an art, man. And for, when you do stuff for a show, you just learn how to do it cool. Yeah. It's made a lot really s- slick. That was the fun part of it. But I wanted nice. to break a brick. Bet it would have freaking hurt. But 
Yeah. I don't know, man. I want to go back. I talked to him. I'm like, I want to go back and get mm-hmm. my black belt. It's a lot of memorizing and relearning forms. Mm-hmm. Golly. Sounds exciting. It is, man. Martial arts is fun. It's the funnest sport ever. Especially, you know, beating your friends up and learning learning new stuff. Mm-hmm. Best cardio ever is jujitsu, though. I don't care what anybody says. Brazilian jujitsu is exhausting. Especially when you wear those thick freaking geese. I didn't like gi because, like, I'd always think about, like, what if it was in the UFC? Like, mm-hmm. they don't wear gis. Like, they're practically naked, so you can't really grab anything. Yeah. But when you think about it in, like, a street fight, like, it literally choke you out with your shirt. Yeah. Especially button-ups. Button-ups or jackets are the best. I could choke someone out so easy with a button-up or a jacket. Or my own. Yeah. It's freaking crazy, the things you learn with a gi. That's awesome. You can grab stuff so much easier. I'm going to jujitsu one day. Do it. Mark my Double words. Grind. Mark my words. When, when I can afford it. We could roll in your living room. I could teach you some stuff real easy. Basics. Deal. <laughs> All right. Final question. What do you think happens when you die? I want to give the Keanu Reeves answer so bad. I was like, dude, that's the best answer I've ever heard in my life. What does he say? He says, uh. From Bill and Ted? No. Whenever he. Yeah, that's freaking hilarious. That's great. Yes. From Bill and Ted. No, someone asked him, like, Jimmy Kimmel or someone asked him that. He goes, the most freaking, like, humble answer I've ever heard in my life. I was like, I wish I was that cool. What did he say? He said something like, the people, the people we, that love us will miss us. Dude, my heart just, like, sunk. I was like, <laughs> like the people we love will miss us the most or something like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, my freaking God. I was like, you literally just, like, won the whole entire world. Yeah, it's like a, he would have won Miss America. <laughs> with them long locks here oh yeah oh yeah all right well thanks for coming on i've been holding in a fart for about 20 minutes um <laughs> that's a good one do you have a song you want to play for an outro it doesn't have to be one of your songs or it can be one of your songs just a song you like or either you want to promote it or just a song that you enjoy that you want to play to sign us out can i send it to you yeah that'd be dope Dang, I should have sent it to you earlier. I didn't know you were going to do this to me. You put me on a spot a lot tonight. I do. I'm a, sp- I'm a spotty cool. guy. I'm going to remember this the next time we do this, if we get to do this again. We will. <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> All right, Batman. We'll do it in L.A. Pattinson. Dude. Me, you, and Robert Pattinson. Okay. And maybe Jared Leto. Hey. If he's down. I'm like- so. That's my most biggest question, is how the universe is going to go. Because, you know, Joker's pretty, I'm pretty... I think he's going to stay in his own universe. Yeah. It's just going to be his own thing. I just don't see him mixing well with the whole how the Harley how Harley Quinn is and stuff. But I love Jared Leto, so I wanted him to stick in everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, now they have a new Batman. I'm like, is that even going to match up? You know the way the camera works and everything, yeah. just the way the story goes. I'm like, how is that going to match up with... Are you going to email me? Or where are you yeah, sending I it? Can do, I can email or text you. Oh, yeah, text it. Text it? No, wait. It has to be accessible on my laptop so I can play it. Okay. Onto the. Oh shit. But yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, we can just stop recording and then I can hit That's record true. when it's ready. So thanks for listening, everybody. Y'all have a good night. We hit about three hours. Congratulations. Dang. Thanks for coming on. Any last words? Thank you for listening. Hopefully, um, some people actually listen to this. This was really fun. Yeah, hit up roses. Hit up Roses on I-40. Uh, Texas Tea. I'll give you some free burritos. Water still. I forgot what else we mentioned. A lot of plugs, bro. A lot of plugs. (laughs)
Victoria's Secret has a good deal right now, probably. I don't know. I've never. I don't I'm curious go. Curious what Matt's cup size is. To probably a, a solid a B at least. I was gonna say B. Yeah. You've been working that chest out, boy. I see. No, nah, this is uh, Cheetos. <laughs> Started from the beginning. Of the- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Taylor Lowe. I'm a local pop and R&B artist here in Amarillo. Hopefully, move to Dallas pretty soon. Maybe successful in LA one day. Um, I have a new song called Kiss coming out soon, and an album I am working on. Hope it should be out at the end of this year. And that's about it. All right. And what's the name of this song we're about to play? Kiss. Kiss. By who? I'm just playing. Young Mama. Hopeless romantic, yeah. But baby, all I see is you. I may be temporarily blinded from all the other things in this life, but you. So baby, come over, come over, come over, hey. So baby, come over, come over, come over, hey. Baby, come over, come over, come over, hey. So, baby, come over, come over, come over, hey, and kiss. Be my friend or be my boo. Girl, the choice is up to you. A chance step in this rain tonight. I will show you all the finer things in this life, and I've only got one short life to live. And I only want one good girl to spend it with. Baby, I'm not asking for marriage or a carriage. Come over, come over, hey, and kiss.